everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, here with my co-hosts Walker Kelly and Mike Valverde. Folks, it's a somber day for fantasy football. Uh, uh, I can't think of a single game that cost more to so many teams than losing Joe Burrow and, by extension, uh, top flight Jamar Chase and Mark Andrews in the same game. But, Walker, how is your day going? I mean, it's been fine. Uh, better, better than last night when uh, I saw Mark Andrews get hurt, and then uh, Lamar just slam his helmet down on the ground. Oh and yeah. I was like, great, yeah, because th- those guys got drafted the same year. They've been together their whole career, and yeah, for him to just be that pissed off immediately, I was like, yeah, he's he's done. Yeah, that's great. Not great. Um. But I thought you were going to say, uh, when I said, how's your day going? I thought you were going to say, better than Joe Burrows, because that's what I thought you were about to say. <laughs> well, that uh, that's like... also correct, but. Yeah. Uh, Mike, how are you doing? Are you joining in the class action lawsuit that uh, Dave Portnoy is putting together for the Bengals? <laughs> I don't for even not know disclosing, about that. For not disclosing Joe Burrow was injured before oh, the game. Oh, injured with that big old hand wrap that he had on yeah. his hand? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would have helped a lot of a lot of people uh, not probably play him. Instead, we get I told you it goes down. I told you, you I had I had him at quarterback 19 on the week. I told you not to play him. Oh, Walker with the I told you so's. I didn't even get that message. <laughs> should have played uh, should have played Josh Dobbs over him. That's right, baby. All right. I should have played Jared Goff over him. Oh, absolutely. Should have played most people over him. Should have played. Uh. Baker Mayfield uh, over uh, Baker. Brock Purdy. Um, yes. All right. Let's talk about last night's game. So mm-hmm. uh, we've been alluding to it. Uh, Ravens 34, Bengals 20. Um, Mark Andrews out for the year with a broken fibula. Um, and then they said also ankle ligament damage, but they were nonspecific about that. Um, it, this feels like uh, small potatoes, but also Lamar Jackson uh, left the game briefly <laughs> and came back. Seemed to be somewhat hobbled, but he should be fine for the next game. Um, Tyler Huntley didn't throw a single pass or anything like that. I don't even know if he got into the game. I don't think uh, he did. Yeah. And then on the other side, uh, Joe Burrow out for the year. He has some sort of wrist ligament injury. I'm not a doctor like everybody else on Twitter, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think, you know, I think we have to start there because I think those are the two, two more impactful things. And then we'll get into, I told you so is about Keaton Mitchell, but we'll get there in just a second. But first of all, I have to say, I put $17,000 worth of best ball teams down on Mark Andrews, and now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff Jeff and I have been DMing back and forth for months about these freaks on the internet who are uh, – and so I follow some of these people. They're, yeah, they're mutuals. good people. They just yeah. have sick behaviors. Yeah, it's, but they'll post, like, uh, uh, their screenshots of their underdog pages, and it's like uh, – Entry fees, Mark Andrews, $10,250. And I'm like, you have a serious problem. <laughs> this is not okay. You can't be doing this. Yeah. Real, real, yeah, but yeah, Walker and I, whenever we come across one, we just DM each other the uh, the sicko in the wild. So if you post that, congratulations. You've been uh, in our DMs. <laughs> That's right. Um, so let's talk. Uh, do we want to start with Bengals or Ravens? Uh, let's get the disaster out of the way first. All right, so the Bengals. Uh, mm. So we're going to Browning now. Jake Browning, uh, he sucks. More like yep. Jake Browns his pants because he poops everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nasty, na- nasty poo poo from a butt. Yeah, he's really bad. Uh, UDFA um, and showed it. So 
Um, I think this lowers your prospects of every single Bengal. I've been the world's foremost Tyler Boyd fan. Get him out. T. Higgins is like a borderline wide receiver three. Jamar Chase is like a volume-based like wide receiver 15 every week, I feel like. It feels a lot like uh, he's going to get the Garrett Wilson, like, well, this guy's going to get a ton of targets even though the quarterback stinks. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to get like 12 targets a week and catch six of them for 70 yards. Yeah, and um, through no fault of his own. Correct. But um, I- I'm wondering, uh, there was a, there was talk of maybe T. Higgins just doesn't come back this year because he's a free agent. He doesn't want to put bad tape on or bad games on tape with a bad quarterback. Just the thought that, you know, T. Higgins might go, oh, no, I'm still hurting. And you might not see him again. That's yeah. I mean, people have said the same thing about Justin Jefferson and then it worked out fine and he's going to play again. Well, the astronaut saved him. Sure. And obviously that's not happening for Cincinnati, but I, I don't know. I, I think, I think this narrative is always overblown. I think when players are healthy enough to play, they almost always play. So I think if Higgins actually does get healthy, then he's going to play. If If he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, if he if he's still banged up, he's not going to play hurt. No, but if he gets healthy, he'll he'll be back out there. Yeah, they're, when they when they're healthy enough to play, they play unless they're Deshaun Watson, um, who just got the yips for a few weeks there. Mike, how are you feeling about these Bengals passing game options? Are you moving on from your Tyler's Boyd and downgrading your other two guys? Yeah, I think you have to, especially if Jake Browning's a quarterback. Um, I don't know if anybody better out there either. Um, Carson Wentz was probably the best option of of all the street free agents. So now he's gone. Um, They're going to they're going to ask Andy Dalton to get himself cut from Carolina so they can sign him. Hey, Andy, Andy, call Bryce Young a punk ass bitch. (laughs) You got to get out of there, man. (laughs) Need you come home, Andy. Oh, man. What if uh here, here, check it out. Uh, T. Higgins doesn't play the rest of the year. Andy Dalton gets himself cut. It's the homecoming. The hometown heroes come back. Marvin Jones Jr. comes back. Andy <laughs> oh, Dalton geez. comes back. They win the Super Bowl. Mm. No? I don't know about all that, Jeff. Oh, you don't think so? All right, here are your top available quarterbacks. Uh, uh, did Colt McCoy retire? <laughs> I, I think. I think he did. We are off to a great start. I don't uh, know if he'd be better than Jake Browning, to be honest. I don't think so either. Joseph Flacco? Uh, Didn't he just sign somewhere? Did he? Did he sign did with the Browns? I don't I know. Think, I think he signed. There's been some activity. In oh, he worked out with the Browns. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Trevor Simeon, Chase Daniel, Nick Foles. Are any oh, of he, these, at this point in their careers, I don't know if any of these guys are ap- are like actively better than Browning. Bendy Nucci? God damn it. No. All right. Um, they might as well yeah. just stick with Browning and go 6-11. Yeah, it's going to be all bad for the Bengals. And I also think this, I think this turns Joe Mixon from the Joe Mixon that we we're expecting into more like what we were getting from Damian Pierce last year. Just a, a metric crap ton of volume, occasionally a touchdown. Not great efficiency and, you know, a guy that's a kind of a middling to backhand RB2 every week. No, yeah, he's going to go full. He's going to go like double Mixon every week. Now. Double Mixon? 
He's double mixing it. Yeah. Was that 40 carries for 83 yards? No, no. He, he's <laughs> he's gonna go. He's just gonna go full mix into you know, 100%. I mean, it's 18 carries for 65 yards, three catches for 15 yards. Ugh. Yeah, 11 points. And then if he scores a touchdown, he had a really nice week for you. Full mixing. Um, I was gonna look something up, but then the prospect of a double mixing threw me off. Um, so. <laughs> Oh, I know. Um, I was going to say that we are in uncharted territory because there's not been a time in Joe Burrow's career with these three wide receivers where he's missed a game. Right. So I was going to do splits for these guys with him, without him. But since <laughs> they I mean, don't have they, they don't have any uh, splits without Joe Burrow. Zero, uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Mixon, five for thirty one. Uh, Tyler Boyd, three for twenty. I'm just pulling up the stats from this game. Yeah. Um. So bad times, bad times all around. Uh, anything we want to add about the Bengals? Tanner Hudson really weirdly is a target. Yeah, Hudson. I mean, I I don't think with Browning he's anything. But yeah, I mean, something to pay attention to for the future, maybe, because if they don't upgrade their tight end room, he could be the incumbent starter next year. And he seems like he can at least catch the ball. Yeah, potentially. I mean, he's better than Drew Sample and CJ. Oh, no. CJ is on the left. Irv Smith, yeah. Um, All right, Mike, let's start with you. Let's talk about the Ravens. So where do you think the Ravens go from here with no Mark Andrews? Uh, We saw Charlie Kolar and Isaiah Likely get three targets, so that didn't seem to be it. But we saw the wide receivers kind of come to life yesterday. Yeah, Odell Beckham had a really good game. Zay Flowers had a long touchdown called back. He had a long touchdown yeah. called back. Yep. Aguilar had a, a touchdown bounce off the defender's hand and into his mitts and turned that into a long touchdown. So um, yeah, they they all had a pretty good game. Yeah. So. Oh, and Rashad uh, Bateman caught a touchdown too. Oh yeah. Hey, he still exists. He still exists. Uh, that's how I taught I taught my buddy who my home league turned into a dynasty league this year and he was like. Oh, I got to make room for Rashad Bateman. Uh, or I got to make room for somebody. I guess I'll cut Rashad Bateman. And I was like, I'll give you a fourth for him. And now I have Rashad Bateman rotting on my roster. <laughs> here, <laughs> here, I'll throw this away next year. Yeah, I'll throw this away for you. Um, so, I mean, are we particularly worried about Lamar Jackson's prospects? Because he's kind of been borderline with uh, with Mark Andrews. Um, you know, he's had like these like boom games where he's like top five and then a lot of games where he's outside the top 15. Are we worried about Lamar Jackson? Does he kind of fall back into like the eight, nine range or how, how are we how are we addressing Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews? Uh, who's on by this week? Falcons, Colts, Patriots. OK, so that the, none of those teams matter for quarterback. Yeah, um, it's a Falcons, Colts, Patriots. And then what? Uh, Saints? Yeah. Saints. Yeah. Uh, I had Lamar ranked seventh this week. And it was a pretty average matchup. So, yeah, I mean, I'll have him as like a mid-tier to back-end QB1 most weeks. Unless he has like an amazing matchup, then he'll be like top three or four probably. Yeah, okay. Mike, how are you, how are you addressing this with your Lamar Jackson? <laughs> the, the Lamar Jackson that Mike definitely has. Yeah, Mike loves <laughs> Mike. Mike, uh, here's my best ball. Uh, $100,000, 100% Lamar Jackson exposure. Everybody's like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Lamar? Yeah. It's like I really? got a zig when I zag. You know, I gotta <laughs> I gotta keep myself guessing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely gonna hurt because that's his main man. 
Mark Andrews. Um, but it, he he can do it without him. I mean, he you know he, a lot of his points come through rushing the ball and um, rushing for touchdowns. So that's not really impactful as far as the receivers go. Um, mainly he's like a 250, 250 yard thrower and, and a touchdown. So I'm not saying he's. I think what Walker is saying is pretty correct. You know, somewhere between 10 and 12 for most weeks, and then um, seven, he'll he'll have a two. He, he's all over the map, and then he'll have an 18. You know, um, he's just just depending, I guess, on matchups. Okay, so I'll ask you about this. Just one name. Who is the Ravens wide receiver to have on your fantasy roster? Zay Flowers. Yeah, Still? it's got to be Flowers. Okay. Uh, Odell Beckham, I would say, is a speculative ad given the target increase in target volume, but mm-hmm. um, he's been very up and down this year. He is actually this is actually his third game with seven targets, so I thought that was quite interesting because it doesn't seem like he's done anything before this week. Isn't it the past two weeks are three of those though? Uh, yeah, or are two of those three. Two of those three of the last two weeks. So it's actually three of the last five weeks he's gotten seven targets. Yeah, I think that that's about what he's going to get going forward is okay. like seven targets and. For this level, you know, this this point in Odell's career, that's like four for fifty-five. So uh, that's Brayson flex in a deep league. It sounds yeah, like. he, he's a wide receiver four, I would say. Ah, okay, Mike, tend to agree. Yeah, yeah, uh, wide receiver four for sure. Okay, uh, I would just like to say that I have uh, my phone playing the Kings and Spurs game, and it said PS5 bundle. Uh, corner of my eye, I thought it said piss bundle. All right. right. Uh, So speaking of not doing much, which was something I said a while back, and I was like, ooh, that's all a transition to Keaton Mitchell. Um, Why are people doing this to themselves? Why are people getting so mad that Keaton Mitchell isn't touching the ball more when he's averaging like 10 yards per per carry? They're like, oh, this is sustainable. It's the Jalen Warren thing where they they think that he looks like the best running back on the team. So they want him to immediately get 18 touches. Yeah. Even though if he got 18 touches, he wouldn't be the best back on the team. Exactly. He'd be very inefficient and he would have like two good plays and then a bunch of one yard gains. Yeah. And that's kind of what he's been. (laughs) Oh, yeah. but, But check this out, Mike. Let me let me ask you this. If we strip out all the plays where he got fewer than three yards. How good of a running back is Keaton Mitchell, right? He's averaging like 20 yards per carry if you take out all of his bad runs. Yeah, if you take out all his bad runs, he's like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's or yeah. or Anton Smith. Yeah, or it Anton was, Smith, yeah. It was fun. First off, it's funny that Jeff pulled Antoine, Anton Smith out of his ass to compare to Keaton Mitchell. It's a me thing to do. And uh, secondly, I thought it was very funny, the whole the the reaction on fantasy Twitter to Keaton Mitchell getting five touches or whatever, or nine touches and not doing anything. Eight carries for 33 yards. Yeah. And one catch for 12 or something. Eight. Eight. So yeah, 5.1 points. I had him as running back 40. Yeah. And then everybody else, I, I see like dozens of people on Twitter being like, oh yeah, I had him running back 23. I had him running back 26. Like, what are you talking about? Why did Why? you do that? Why? What What's the point? Uh, well, I saw somebody be like, well, we had a lot of running backs out. It's like, okay, did we have 15 of them out? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, what are we doing? We had like three really good Yeah, people were saying out. like, oh, I would definitely start him over Daryl Henderson or Ty Chandler. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Those like, guys are going to get like 18 touches. 
Yeah, right. I saw. I mean, we won't blow up uh, Kev here, but we can blow up Kev. He's what Keaton Mitchell over who was it? Pacheco, Rashad yeah. White. Rashad White, who I have in the top 12 this week. Rashad White's catches, not even his receiving yard, his catches alone are going to bypass what Mitchell was going to do. He could easily have six catches in this game and could have zero yards and get more points. Yeah, he could, and he probably will because the the 49ers defense gets – they kind of open a hole in the middle when they get up really really big, and they just let you dump off. So congratulations to uh, Keaton Mitchell for uh, getting seven catches for 32 yards this weekend. You mean Rashad White? Uh, congratulations to Rashad White for getting seven catches <laughs> for 32 yards this weekend. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, you kind of have to keep him on your roster as like this boom bust guy if you don't have a strong running back room. If you have a strong running back room, I don't really see what the what, what the point of Keaton Mitchell is, because when they get around the goal line, it's Gus Edwards. It's Gus time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you were able to pick up Keaton Mitchell, you should just sell him to somebody who really thinks he's good. Yeah, I mean, trade deadline's coming up this week, so I would say try to add him, have him be a throw-in to upgrade somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. All right, Mike. Um, so, how, how, Mike, how do you feel about Gus Bus Edwards? 12 for 62, two touchdowns. Is he a must-start running back right now? Well, I think so. I mean, he scores a touchdown, like, every single week. So um, Every single he, quarter, it feels like. He's, he's, this, he's this year's Jamal Williams. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, and, you know, but if he doesn't get in the end zone, you're in big trouble because, A, he doesn't get as many touches, and, B, um, he doesn't get many carries. So he's going to rush for, like, 45 to 60 yards, and if no touchdowns, that's only, like, six, seven points. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's definitely got more risk than most of your must-start, quote-unquote, running backs, but – they're so predictable when they get inside the five. It's just Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards over and over and over again. So, and it's working is the thing. They're they're brute forcing their way and he's getting in the end zone. So they're going to keep doing it until it doesn't work. But I mean, and it's not like he's been doing this against easy defenses, did it against Cleveland, did it against Cincinnati. So I, I think you just keep rolling with it. I mean, I didn't have him very high this week. I had him at 26, like a guy that you probably are playing, but iffy. But, yeah, I mean, he's just, like I say, he's this year's Jamal Williams where, yeah, if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's going to get you six points, but he's probably going to score a touchdown. Yep. Yeah, I mean. And you can live with six points every third week when he's getting you 20 the other two weeks. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things where it's like people are, People are like, oh, he averaged like 13 uh, points per game, but he was either getting six or 20, like Walker said. Like, it's there's no actual 13 points per game. So, all right. Well, we all got this wrong because, uh, well, Walker Walker got it right. Um, but Mike I know and I, I were on the sh- show. Got yeah, it wrong. I know I wasn't on the podcast, but I would have picked the Ravens. Sure. I'll let, you, I'll let you all know who I would have picked this weekend on Tuesday. <laughs> Come on. Come on. All right. Walker has integrity. We will not besmirch them. All right. Let's talk about, I guess that's my second Herms lately. <laughs> I did a friendos the in the chat. And then yeah, friendos. <laughs> that was that was so you, you, extremely Herms-coded behavior. Very, very Herms-coded. All right. Um, let's, talk, uh, let's talk football, shall we? Uh, uh, guess what? Uh, Steelers-Browns is two teams over 500, and it's the only one that happens on Sunday. Uh, so have fun, because those are some fraudulent-ass six-and-three teams. 
Uh, Cleveland one-point favorites, uh, 32 and a half point over under. This one is in Cleveland. Um, excuse me. Uh, Deshaun Watson placed on IR this week. Marquise Goodwin out with a concussion. Juan Thornhill out with a calf injury for the Browns. Uh, Dewan Jones and Michael Dunn are questionable uh, along the offensive line for the Steelers. Montrevious Adams questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, Keanu Neal and Minka Fitzpatrick rolled out in the secondary. Um, and then uh, Matt, uh, Matt, Matt Fryermuth. <laughs> let us let us know about his brother Pat and Matt Pat, Matt Fryerpooth. Uh, Matt Matt uh, Matt Fryerpooth. Um, he's looking like he's going to get activated off of IR, but we'll know on Saturday. They have to do it on Saturday, uh, so we'll know if he's going to play. And um, Waleed put him in the waiver wire article this week. I can't disagree with it, um, especially if we're losing Mark Andrews as kind of like a yes. guy that you can stash now. To see if he becomes something to replace, uh, to uh, he's a free blob guy basically. Yeah, I did this in two both leagues. I had Mark Andrews. I picked up Pat Fryermuth. One of them I picked up before Mark Andrews got injured, so I looked like yeah. a, a soothsayer. Um, I am three and seven in that league, so uh, you know. This, damn, this MF out here saying soothes. Soothes. Um, I'm soothes. soothing. Yeah. All right. Speaking of soothing, Walker, you want to know about uh, on the Steelers side about Deontay Johnson? Yeah, do we think that Deontay against a tough Cleveland defense is uh, going to be a top twenty receiver this week? Uh, I mean, no, because Kenny, this is a team that generates a ton of pressure. The Browns do, and Kenny Pickett does not do well under pressure. He vomits all over himself, <laughs> and you know it's going to be a lot of, especially if Pat Fryermuth is back. It's going to be a lot of dump offs to Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, and Pat Fryermuth, and a lot of uh, Kenny Pickett picking uh, dirt out of his face mask. I'm not particularly enthused about starting Deontay Johnson this week. That having been said, you're you're going to be hard pressed to find 30 guys that I'd want to start ahead of him. But top 20, I just not, don't. See. Couldn't couldn't be me, buddy. Oh, where are you sit? Where are you sitting, him? 38th. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so let's start. Uh, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, and I was going to count out 30 guys. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, God. Mike, what do you think about Deontay this weekend? Well, if he can get in the end zone, then he'll be a top 20. But I don't see him getting in the end zone, especially with uh, Kenny Pickett as a quarterback. Yeah, more like Kenny picks his nose because he's flicking boogers out there. Nasty. Kenny Puckett. All right. Um, so let's talk about uh, George Pickett. Kenny Puckett. Kenny Puckett. There it is. We got there. Um, <laughs> uh. So my question is for the Steelers running backs. So there's much to do about, oh, Jalen Warren is the starter now. Uh, Jalen Warren was named the starter so that he could come out with the starters uh, to reward him for his hard work. That's what. Yeah. That's why he was named a starter. Great job, and, and, NFL fantasy football media. Yeah, and then the touch distribution was exactly the same. Yeah. So I think, honestly, I want to ask you both this. Are both of them – so Najee Harris, super disappointing. Jalen Warren – Kind of not disappointing, but they're meeting in the middle as okay flexes. I think they're a little better than okay flexes, I would say. Um, I would say they're good flexes. I mean, good if flex. you have these guys, you're playing them, I would say, more often than not. But definitely scenarios where if you have a good roster or if you're in a league that doesn't start as many players, I could see you leaving them on the bench. Okay. Mike, rest of season, Najee or Jalen Warren, which do you prefer? Oh, that's a cruff one. Um, that's right. That's a cruff one. 
I thought he said cluff. Um, this this MF said uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> it was a word. I couldn't um, really tell what it was, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say uh, Najee. Najee, rest of the season. How, it sounds like they're pretty close, though. Yeah, they're real close. All righty. Um, so, Mike, let's talk about the other side. Uh, to quote you, Karma Bitch, what's your question? Yeah, Deshaun Watson, Karma Bitch. Uh, That's right. We got him. Get, He's out. Get him out. I'm gonna make wow. you all. I'm gonna make you all a uh, a proposal. Let's not talk about him for the rest of the year. Oh, that yeah. ain't playing. Absolutely, yeah. get him out. Get the uh, bad man out. So what what are we gonna do with these these guys? Amari uh, Cooper, David Njoku, um, so forth and so on. Um, now that well, this week DTR is the quarterback. I was gonna say, talk about saying suits. I could refuse to acknowledge PJ Walker was ever starting. So, <laughs> um, I, I mean, Amari Cooper, third wide receiver, David Njoku still in the blob. Like, yeah, Njoku becomes a less appealing blob option to me. Yeah. Um, he was like very high end blob. Now he's kind of middle blob with you, like your Cades Otten and your Chigs Okonkwo. Kind of a guy who might get you zero or might get you nine. Yeah. A guy who might get you six or might get you 12. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. The touchdown upside just doesn't seem like it's there anymore. No. Um, Elijah Moore is dead now. Uh, bye bye to his value if there ever was any. Um, Cooper, I feel like you still play because he's going to get a lot of targets. I think DTR is smart enough to know that Cooper is the best weapon he's got, and he'll just throw the ball to him a lot, even if it's not efficient. So I, I think Cooper will get enough volume that he'll be all right. Um, Kind of the same thing with Jerome Ford. I think that he'll get enough touches and enough targets that even if he's really inefficient, he'll have a decent floor. So you're probably still playing him. Kareem Hunt, probably not. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this kills the burgeoning uh, Kareem Hunt goal line back value that we've seen over the last few weeks. Like the offense just is going to go in the in the toilet. Yeah. Donovan Toilet Robinson. Tabithan toilet roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mike, how do you see this uh, this offense playing out? Yeah, it's it's going to be one giant fart. Um, yeah. yeah, more poop <laughs> jokes. More poop <laughs> jokes. Um, yeah, it, Browns are going to be in bad, bad shape. <laughs> <laughs> Browns. <laughs> <laughs> they're going in the they're going yeah. in the toilet, folks. We're yeah. putting them right into the sewer. <laughs> all right. So you sounds like we're downgrading all Browns, and that's gonna drop a lot of them out of relevance. It's you're gonna be stuck with Jerome Ford, David Njoku, maybe, and Amari Cooper is the only guys to talk about every week now. Uh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my god, this Victor Wembenyama guy, he's tall. All right. <laughs> um we all have the Steelers winning this game. Yes. All right, let's talk Bears, Lions, Bears, Ooh. three and seven, Lions, seven and two, Walker, single handedly take on the football absurdity brain trust, uh, Detroit, seven and a half point favorites, uh, 47 and a half point over under uh, for the Bears. Noah Sewell is out with a knee injury. Deonta Foreman questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is also questionable with a knee injury. Jack Sanborn uh, is questionable with an ankle injury, and it's looking like uh, Khalil Herbert is going to making going to be making his way back off of IR this weekend. Um, again, we'll know on Saturday. 
so for the Lions, Jonah Jackson is out with a wrist and ankle injury. Isaiah Bugs is bugging. Uh, he's okay. got an illness, folks. And uh, questionable is uh, Walker. Thank you. I was going to say safety, two names. First one's an I, second one's an M. Questionable with a hand injury. So, uh, Mike, we'll start, start you off with uh, your question for this game. Yeah, if uh, Khalil Herbert does return, which lo- looks like he will, what will this running back situation look like? Gross. Uh, if Deonta Foreman's healthy, it will be very, very gross. Led by too many touches to Deonta Foreman, a good amount of touches to Khalil Herbert, and then Roshan Johnson, who should have probably been a game day scratch, getting some touches as well. He's I, bad, folks. Roshan Johnson, he stinks. Yeah, he's so slow. Um, I, I think it'll break down like if if Foreman plays, I'll say it's like forty five percent Herbert, thirty five percent Foreman, twenty percent Johnson. Uh, and then um, if Foreman is injured and he's and he's not playing in this game, then it'll be like. 60% Herbert because they won't be able to afford to bring him back slowly. Uh, 25% Johnson and 15% Darrington Evans. Ugh, I forgot about Darrington Evans. Mike, how do you think this running back room shakes out? Yeah, with Khalil Herbert coming back um, after what, four weeks? Uh, I think, so. I think five. the minimum. Five? Four or five. I, I can't remember which. Um, I think they'll they'll have him start a little bit slowly. I, I could see, especially if um, Deontay Foreman is is healthy enough, where he'll get a 12 to 14 carries. Herbert will get maybe like five to eight, and that moving forward we'll, we'll see a shift. But um, I still see Deontay Foreman dominating the running back carries. Yeah. So speaking of guys who missed four or five games, uh, Justin Fields. You notice he wasn't on the injury report. He's making his way back. So um, I think there'll be a lot of running. I don't think perhaps too much of it will be from the running backs. I don't think it'll be particularly uh, effective um, in this one. Um, Lions are a good defense against the running back. 26 in fantasy points per game to the running back. So I think it's going to be a situation where um, there's going to be a lot of rushing split too many different ways for me to feel good about any of it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I, I think you're if you've got Justin Fields, you're probably playing him because mm-hmm. the Lions pass defense is a little leaky and Fields is a very good runner. So he gives you a f- good floor. Um, but yeah, the running backs, I would I would try to avoid, honestly. All right. Justin Fields or Joe Burrow this week? <laughs> uh, uh, I, ha- I had Fields ranked higher. Yeah, well, now you definitely do. Um, so, uh, let me ask you about this. Uh, do you think that we can go back to DJ Moore this week with, uh, um, with, uh, Justin Fields coming back? Yes. I hope so. Yeah. So, um, Justin Fields was injured in the Minnesota game, uh, five weeks ago, the game before that, uh, is this good for DJ Moore? Eight catches, 230 yards, three touchdowns. That is good, yes. Oh, that is good. Okay. Uh, what about the game before that, 131 and 1? That is also good, yeah. Okay. All right. So game before that, less good, 3 for 41 and 1. 
then before that six for 104. So I think that DJ Moore kind of becomes like a high end wide receiver two. Um, not a high end wide receiver two, a middling wide receiver two with uh, Justin Fields back. We kind of slipped back into the wide receiver three ranks with uh, Secret Bajent Man. Secret Bajent Man. T Bag. T Those are both really good nicknames. <laughs> um, I think he would, if I had to guess, I would say that Tyson Bajent would prefer T Bag. Yeah, he, he looks like he would prefer T Bag. Um, so, uh, yeah. So what are you guys thinking about DJ Moore? Uh, better starter now? Yes, for sure. Yeah. I, I have him ranked 21st this week. So, okay. So you're playing him in almost every scenario. Yep. All right. Especially in three wide receiver leagues. Mm -hmm. Dang, that's crazy. If I do this with my hair. Okay. Nobody can see what I'm doing. All right. Um, (laughs) I did not have an edible, unlike Walker. Uh, does my hair look like ramen? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right, Walker, on the other side of the ball. Oh, wait, real quick. Uh, Cole Komet, just a blob guy. Depends on how you're feeling. Uh, I think he's more than a blob guy. You think he is? I yeah. kind of feel like a lot of what he did was with Bajent, though. I I mean, he had a really bad game with Bajent, too. I think a nothing game. Uh, is zero catches for zero yards a nothing game to you, Walker? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that he's above the blob, but he's not a, uh, bona fide starter. There's really only five of those guys playing this week. I mean, Kelsey Hawk and well, Andrews already played and they got hurt Laporta and Kittle. Rest After in that, peace to Hawk or to Andrews. Yeah. Rest in peace to Hawk. What is I, <laughs> no, 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 this is a Kev situation. <laughs> what does he know? Kev style situation. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I have Komet ranked seventh this week. All right. So, Mike, uh, sounds like uh, Walker has Komet in the Evan Ingram tier, we'll call it. Did, uh-huh. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? Is he higher or lower? I think there's only, like, room for one one guy. If it's DJ Moore, there's not going to be Cole Komet. Um, so I think it's just depending on which one you want, you're leaning towards. Uh, I'm going to lean more towards DJ Moore, which means Cole Komet will probably be outside the top 12. Okay, but one thing we haven't really de- de- uh, delved into is uh, how does lo- how has losing Chase Claypool affected this offense? So I did some regression and out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Walker, let's talk about Jameer Gibbs. Is he going to be a top 10 running back this week? Yes. Next question. Mike? Yeah, he should be. Um, okay. <laughs> That's three for three. I have him at eight. Woo! Yeah, I mean, Bears are stinky. Stinky on defense against running backs. Eighth most fancy points allowed on the year. Um, they're just they're just bad at everything. And have have you seen Jameer Gibbs play football? <laughs> right. He's good at everything. Yeah, he's extremely good at it. Yeah, he's really good at it. So all all of a sudden the Lions having Jameer Gibbs as a running back one on the board, not looking that crazy. Yeah, can we um can we uh, just take a step back and say um you know maybe we shouldn't have written the obituary on uh on Jameer Gibbs' rookie year, like, three games in. Exactly. Maybe everyone who was saying, hey, remember Alvin Kamara? Remember the guy that this guy re- uh, resembles strongly? Mm. And, and 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 then I was saying, hey, remember Jamal Charles? Yeah. The guy that this guy resembles strongly as well? Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe people should listen to this podcast that they're listening to. All right, Mike, what do you <laughs> think about David Montgomery this week, who's kind of 
been semi Wally pipped, except now he busts off 75 yard touchdown runs. Yeah, right. That's something that you don't see every day from well, most running backs. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I think he definitely has a role in this offense, uh, especially near the goal line. But um, when it comes to receiving, he's a, he's an okay receiving running back, but that's all Jameer Gibbs. So uh, he, you're hoping for a touchdown and maybe 70 yards or so. Yeah, and um, one thing that I I I because people were like, oh, the the narrative capital. T capital N narrative about Jameer Gibbs getting that goal line carry last week and not David Montgomery. Um, I heard on the around the NFL podcast, there was a report that David Montgomery waved off going into the game and said, Jameer Gibbs got him down here. He gets to score the touchdown. Exactly. That's exactly what Montgomery did. Yes. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about, I still think David Montgomery is the goal line hammer back, uh, especially because the way that they've eased Gibbs along this year shows that they are preserving his health and, they have David Gummery there to be a hammer, and Jameer Gibbs is not a hammer. Right. I mean, I, I think that what you're going to see going forward is both guys get, like, 13 carries, and just Jameer gets four targets, and Montgomery gets one, and that's what the difference is. And I, yeah. I honestly don't think they're going to have a preference at the goal line. I think it's just going to be whoever's in. That's fair. So that's fair. I. That's why I have Gibbs as a low-end RB1 and then Montgomery as a mid-tier RB2. That's fine. I figure I figure it's kind of like a rubber band thing where um, they're going to be clo- within six or seven ranks every week if things stay the way they are uh, with Gibbs up front and then just uh, uh, DJ, oh, DJ Moore, David Montgomery uh, following just right behind him. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. That's fair, dog. All right. Um, are we starting Jared Goff or... Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Uh, Jared Goff or trying to figure that's that wasn't a great one. Jared Goff or Sam Howell, who's been weirdly good this year. Uh, Goff. I'd go Howell against the Giants. Goff or Trevor Lawrence against the Tattoons. Goff. Goff or who? Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh yeah, Goff for sure. All right, Goff or Brock Purdy? Purdy. Oh, um, 49ers play who? I forget. Tampa. Buckos. Oh, yeah, I'll go Goff. All right. Um, Sam Laporta, you're starting. Sun God, you're starting. And that's it for the Lions. Yep. All right. Um, I think we all have the Lions winning this one. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Detroit Football Lions. Walker, how does it feel being on the verge of eight and two for the Thanksgiving game? Cool. Uh, the, the Lions, the talk of the National Football League. Yeah, it's weird, um, but it is cool. Uh, I think the Lions are pretty across the board, a top six team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, they, I'm enjoying it. it the, they just seem to take care of business. They find ways to win instead of finding ways to lose. And that is very unfamiliar to me. Yeah, that's that's the big difference um, between a good team and a bad team. That's kind of how I felt about the Kings last year. It's like, wait, you're not screwing this up. Yeah, that's exactly. what it feels like. <laughs> exactly. It only it, it takes like a big deal thing. Like for the Kings, it took De'Aaron Fox being the clutchest guy in the NBA and the beam. Uh, for us, it took uh, the the insane man who really wanted to coach in Detroit for no apparent reason. And then uh, the quarterback who got ran out of L.A. and then magically became good again. 
and the uh, wide receiver who psychotically remembers the name of every wide receiver <laughs> drafted ahead of him. Yes, the Draymond Green of wide receivers. <laughs> when he catches a football, it looks like he's wearing a backpack. <laughs> he's so good, dude. He runs like an asshole, and he's so good. All right, let's go to the next game. Uh, Chargers at Packers. Uh, this one's going to be uh, in Green Bay, like I said. So it's going to be cold for the little L.A. boys. Gerald Everett, uh, too scared of the cold. He's out for this one. Uh, J.T. Woods, also out with an illness. His illness is being a little bitch and being afraid of the cold. <laughs> Isaiah Spiller is questionable with an illness. Keenan Allen is questionable with a shoulder injury. Jalen Guyton questionable with a groin injury. So he could be looking at Quentin Johnston, wide receiver one. Hell yeah. Let's do uh, it. Mike. Quentin Johnston, wide receiver one. Darius Davis, wide receiver two. Let's go. Uh, I Semi Fajoko. Oh, yeah. Semi Fajoko, wide receiver three. Woo! Let's do it. Mike, what is your question for this game? Well, they're they're healthy. Uh, Guyton or Johnson, are the, either one of them flux worthy? I mean, they both were last week. That's the problem. Exactly. I, I, wanted to... I Personally, I would go Guyton over Johnston right now. I would, too, because Guyton has had a role on this team in the past and uh, can actually catch a football when it's thrown his direction, which seems to be something that escapes Quentin Johnston right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think Herbert trusts Guyton more. I, I think they'll run the same amount of routes, but I, I just think I think Guyton will get a couple more targets. All right, that's fair. Mike, what are your thoughts on your own question? Yeah, if I have to lean one way or the other, I'd lean towards Jalen Guyton over Johnston. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see. Well, maybe if I, I wouldn't want to play either of these guys to be. Yeah, clear. exactly. Um, I think they they had their week, and it's going to be another, I don't know, eight weeks or so before they show up again. It'll be the end of the season. Week eighteen. Maybe week eighteen. Let's go. Well, I'm going to say that um, uh, if they were to have a week, uh, it would not be against the Packers. Uh, they got rid of Russell Douglas, but they are still a very good pass defense. So um, just uh, if they are going to be good, it would not be this week. So um, speaking of if they would be good, it would not be this week. Uh, don't start Donald Parham. Just don't do it. People are talking, oh, Gerald Everett's out. Donald Parham's a good play. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's just big. He's never been a good play. No, these are the same people that were like uh, when um, when uh, Pat Fryermuth went down. They're like, Darnell Washington, sneaky tight end play. No. It's like, no, it's just he's big and he catches touchdowns sometimes. That's all he does. So he has no he has no second tier to this. There's no there's no. No, you're, you're either getting nothing or you're getting two for ten and a touchdown. Exactly. So don't do it. Uh, Austin Eckler, do it. Justin Herbert, do it. Yes. Keenan Allen, if he's playing, do it. Keenan yeah. Allen. freaking tootly you do it with Keenan Allen. Um, all right. So my question was going to be, or is going to be, um, is this going to be a dead bat, dead cat bounce game? For dead, bat. Dead, dead, bat. Bat. dead bat. Dead bat. Dead bat. Dead <laughs> bat. Is this going to be a dead cat bounce game for uh, uh, Jordan Love? Because uh, Jordan Love has been really bad lately. He's been descending every week. He's just, you know. The weapons around him aren't any good. Neither is he. Um, so it's kind of a mess on offense. But the Chargers, um, they allow everybody to go to go off on them. Um, you know, yeah. you, 
You had Aiden O'Connell have his career high. Granted, it was 14.2 points, but his career high. You had one. Oh, wait, this is NFC FC scoring. Never mind. I was like, hold on. Yeah. Ain't no way Tua scored 40 points against these guys. Yeah, no, th- <laughs> this is the uh, the stoppable force meets the movable object. Yeah, this is a Chargers uh, defense that is not very good, and their strength is um, the Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, basically, the mm-hmm. pass rush. And that, I think that I think is kind of neutralized by the fact that there are a good amount of short throws in this offense. Um, granted, there's a ton of deep throws, but there's a lot to Aaron Jones and to Luke Musgrave built in. So I think that this might be a dead cat bounce game for Jordan Love. But this is also a game where if Jordan Love is like quarterback eight, you're like, all right, just get him out for the rest of the year. Just like this is one of the best possible matchups he could have. And if he just turns in like quarterback eight, like. That's it. That's the last time we worry about Jordan Love. I'm not even really worried about Jordan Love this week, to be honest with you. I mean, okay. I I have him ranked 16th, so I think he's like an okay stream play, but I I can't advocate starting him in anything but desperate scenarios. And that's fair. That's he's not very good. No. Mike, you love running quarterbacks. How do you feel about Jordan Love? <laughs> Jordan Love who barely runs. Who barely, who barely runs. runs. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I think he's had two weeks or three weeks inside the top 12. So. Yeah, two of them were the first two weeks. When he had six total touchdowns. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, no. Um, <laughs> he's like Derek Carr or something. Like, yep. He's not that's exactly what he is. Yeah, I mean, that that's fair. Uh, Derek Carr, derogatory. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> Whereas in the past, it would, if it was for Mike, it would be Derek Carr congratulatory. Derek Carr yeah. complimentary. Complimentary, yeah. So, um, yeah. How about for the Packers? Who are we starting? Aaron Jones? Nobody else? Good? Aaron, Aaron Jones. Um, if you're going to start a receiver on the Packers, I think it should be Jaden Reed. I agree. He's good. He's and good, I don't like know if any of the other guys are. No, yeah, I have, I have him at 35. Um, I have Dobbs at 48, and I have Christian Watson nowhere because uh, have you seen any of the uh, like advanced stats on this guy? Bro stinks. He yeah. is by far the worst receiver on that team. Yeah, it's I, it, it's shocking like the level that he's regressed this season. Yeah, I needed I had Christian Watson in one dynasty league, and I needed to get out of the Christian Watson game as quickly as I could before the season. It's like, it's been awful. I mean, he's been injured. He's played bad. The quarterback stinks. The play calling's not that great. It, it's just been a mess. Yeah. Um. Mike, uh, are you on the Jaden Reed trade or are you on the nobody train? I don't. Know. Dobbs is not too bad either. But yeah, I think if anyone's standing out in this group, it's Jaden Reed. Yeah. Nice. Um. So. <laughs> nice. Spartan dog, Jaden Reed. Farting dog, my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. We all got the Chargers in this one. Uh, let's talk Raiders, Dolphins. Raiders five and five travel Miami, take on the Dolphins who are six and three. Hey, uh, weirdly, Steelers and Dolphins have the same record. Makes no sense. Have you have you noticed that uh, the Bengals and Raiders have the same record? Also very weird. Have you also noticed that the Raiders are only a game and a half behind the Dolphins in the standings? And yet Miami is a 13 and a half point favorite. <laughs> yeah. My, like Walker said, 13 and a half point favorite, 46 and a half point uh, over under in this one, not 46 and a half point favorite. That would be too much. <laughs> um, well, they beat it against the uh, Broncos. 
That's true. They did. <laughs> so if you if you think they'll win uh, twenty to fifty or twenty to seventy again, um, <laughs> then go for it. Make that bet. Uh, injuries for the Raiders. Uh, Colton Miller questionable with the shoulder injury. Uh, Dylan Parham didn't know that was a person. Uh, He's their left injury. guard. Yeah. Uh, is he related to Donald? I don't think so. Same person. Say no. Hannah Montana. Uh, Miley situation. Cyrus. Miley situation. Yeah. Roderick Teamer, hamstring injury for the Dolphins. Oh, no. Wide receiver is out with a knee injury for the Dolphins. Cedric Wilson. He was River. a trade acquisition. Trade acquisition? Actually, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. <laughs> Chase Claypool is out with a knee injury. Rob Jones out with a knee injury. Same with Rob Hunt. Uh, in my mind, they are now the same person. Devon Ashan is uh, he's going to be back, folks, with his knee injury. <laughs> what if <laughs> Rob, quote, quote, Mike, unquote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that works or, for Jones or Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Braxton Berrios, questionable. Alec Ingold, questionable. Durham Smythe, questionable. Uh, who cares? Uh, my question is, uh, what can we expect from Devon Ashan uh, coming back? Because uh, this uh, this Raiders run defense is it's really bad, despite the fact that um, Antonio Pierce wants to make the whole defense out of Robert Spillane or whatever nonsense he said to him. Um, it's not a good uh, run defense. No, it's not. Um, I, I think Ashan will come back in a pretty limited role, like maybe 10 touches max but I still think that you're probably playing him because he's so explosive and the run defense sucks bad. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I think there'll be a role for him, but there's, there's Raheem Mostert and you, you have, um, who's the other guy? I can't think off the top of my head. Um, Hefe Wilson. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, especially coming off of with, five weeks something like that anyways yeah of injuries so. um yeah it's gonna not they'll he'll get the ball but when it's you, not gonna when be you say it when you say it coming off five weeks of injuries it's like he's being <laughs> like he, he's been getting injured repeatedly over and over again for five <laughs> consecutive weeks he's like Dumbass. the guy who has uh glass bones and paper skin from spongebob yeah or he's mr glass from mr. glass from uh m night Shyamalan. Mm, I don't know multiple movies. So I had to just say from M. Night Shyamalan from Glass from from M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. (laughs) You're never going to believe what happens next. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Wait till you hear about the twist. Right. Uh, The twist is it's a bad movie and he's still coasting off of the sixth sense. That's the twist. I saw M. Night Shyamalan's last movie. Not great. Which one was the last one? Knock at the cabin. Oh, yeah. Not very good. Very, very not good. No, very, very, he, he just, he decided that the twist was going to be that, uh, actually the obviously fake thing that you were watching, it was real. Yeah. And which was already kind of the, like that kind of twist where it was like, oh, they actually need to do this to save the world was already done much better in Cabin in the Woods. Already a Cabin based uh, movie. Yes. I completely agree. Yeah. So, uh, also old about the beach or the beach, the beach that makes you old or whatever it's called. That movie also sucks. I did not watch that one, but I will definitely take your word for it. It's bad. All right. Um, So back to football. Uh, So um, 
Devon Achan, we're going to start him. You're starting mm-hmm. your other Dolphins. That's it. There's nothing worth talking about because there's four Dolphins. Oh, are we still starting Raheem Mostert? That's what I was going to ask. Yes. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, what about the Raiders? So we're starting Josh Jacobs, but Walker, you want to know about uh, um, this year's Jacoby Myers. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, is he a top 30 receiver this week? Ike and I were kind of talking about it on Tuesday. Where it's like, yeah, he scored a touchdown last week, but it was on a 17-yard rush, which was like his seventh career rush or something. Yeah, and he only had, what, two targets? Yeah, so I don't want to play him until I can see something happen. Yeah, I agree. With O'Connell, it's not looked good. Yeah, he... He he was valuable because he was Garoppolo's guy, and he's mm-hmm. not Aiden O'Connell's guy. He has eight targets in the last three games. Eek. Yeah, I mean, I have him at 40. I, I, I don't think you can play him. I, I don't think you can cut him yet, Um, but I don't I don't think he's a guy that you can count on right now. Okay, Mike, what are your thoughts on Jacoby and Myers? Yeah, Jacoby and Myers, um, forget about it. Um, they, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> see Forget about it. He's fired. Forget about it. And get him out of here. And get him out of here. What murder? <laughs> um. All right. So, and we're still starting Devontae Adams because he's still Devontae Adams. Yep. I was worried about it until that one-handed catch. And I was like, oh, yeah, he can turn any bullshit quarterback into something useful as long as they throw him the ball. So that's all we have to worry about. Um. Josh, Josh Jacobs, I think. So here's my take on Josh Jacobs. This, this is a thought that I was that's been brewing around inside my head. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to say it. Uh, Antonio Pierce is a dumb quarter or a damn, dumb head quote coach. He's dumb. Yeah, he's not going to be any good. He's not good. He's in the Jim Tom Sula mold of the players like him. So they're going to uh, let him run around and do his thing for a while. But he's given Josh Jacobs like he's turned Josh Jacobs just into like. Just. Uh, a runner and you know that's not why josh jacobs is good for fantasy it was because josh jacobs got a decent amount of catches too but josh jacobs has two catches in his last two games combined but he has 53 carries so my take <laughs> on this is that J- <laughs> josh jacobs will have relatively the same value for most games but if they run up against a defense that will shut him down in the run game he is going to ru- have a lot of trouble he is going to struggle because he is just – they took that 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 uh, aspect of his game away, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think this week he will be a little more involved because I expect oh, yeah. the Vegas to be chasing the game. So I think he'll get thrown to a little bit this week just out of necessity. But, yeah, I mean, in their preferred game state, um, which somehow is basically how they beat the Jets, 16-12 to 12, – so that tells you that you're not a good team when your preferred game state is winning 16 to 12. Um, Jacobs is going to get 25 carries for 100 yards and probably score a touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, he's you play him every week and you just hope that he doesn't have a crappy game, I guess. Yeah, that's all you can do. Um, Mike, uh, how do you feel about Josh Jacobs? He hasn't been the the Jacobs that we saw the last couple of seasons, but he hasn't been extremely bad i think he's been lower than what most people drafted him as so he he's going to finish inside the top 24 somewhere but he's definitely been um underperforming yeah i think so too so 
Um, already, uh, anything else from this game we want to talk about? Uh, I would still start Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah, we, we I, I, I kind of talked about that, that that's why you still start him was that catch last week. Yeah, pretty much. All right. We're all taking Miami. It's a clean sweep. Speaking of clean sweeps, uh, Washington commanders going up against the giants. Um, somehow not the biggest spread on the week, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, Giants are two and eight. Commies are four and six. Uh, Washington nine point favorites, 37 and a half point over under. Uh, Ryan Neal is out with an ankle injury. Andrew Thomas questionable with a knee injury. So that uh, offensive line is going to be real good. Um, Adoree (laughs) Jackson is out with a concussion for the Giants. For the Commies, uh, Alex Arma, James Smith Williams, both out uh, and doubtful. Antonio Gibson with a toe injury. So free space, Saquon, yes or no? Yes. Yes. All right, Walker, let's talk about the Commanders. I just want to mention that I have two Giants players listed on my rankings at all. It is Saquon Barkley and somehow Tommy DeVito. That should be that should be how he's listed in the ranks. Somehow Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he's <laughs> quarter, quarterback 25. And that's because the Commanders are? 32nd against quarterbacks yep they're the best possible matchup so yep. so and, congratulations tommy devito on your 11 fantasy points yeah congratulations on being a starter in a, uh, a 14 team two quarterback league <laughs> yeah uh so yeah my question is uh will curtis samuel be top 30 in a pretty good matchup against the giants um i think i don't know see that's what i'm not so sure about because curtis samuel really feels like He's he's a a thinking man's Taysom Hill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where he's kind of, he, he he's kind of gadgety, but he's like better than that. But he doesn't, for lack of a better term, he's not a real wide receiver. Kind of like how the 49ers use Debo Samuel. Um, I, mean, I I don't know. I I think he's a real wide receiver. Okay. I mean, it's if you were to rank the the wide receivers on this roster, I think that he's the third most talented. I, I think that what he does is more gadgety than what Dotson and McLaurin do. Yeah. McLaurin's definitely the best receiver on the roster, but I mean, I think it's a pretty much a toss up between the other two. Okay. Um, to answer your question. No. Mike, I'm going to say no as well. Yeah, that's a sweep. I agree. Um, I have him ranked 34th. Just, I don't know. I don't think they're going to need to really huck the ball around all, all, you know, all game like they usually do because they're usually behind or close, but I think they're probably going to be ahead most of this game. And so I think they're just going to run out the clock a bunch and be like inefficient, but not care. Mm, the Brian Robinson formula. Yeah. Brian Robinson's going to have like 22 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown. And the commanders are going to win 23 to 14. Yeah. And uh, speak, by the way, I just want to say uh, congratulations to PFF for saying that uh, Brian Robinson is RB six on the season, uh, not using uh, points per game when he has played one more game than most running backs. Yeah. <laughs> they have not had their buy. Oh, yeah. Points per game. He's like in the 15 range, I think. Yeah. 
He's like, I think he was 14 when I checked yesterday. Yeah, which is still good. I mean, he's still been a good pick, but you don't have to be disingenuous about it. Exactly. Like, if it was Brian Robinson, top 15, it'd be like, hey, cool, good for Brian Robinson. But it's like, RB4. And then all the responses are are, were like, been feeling that heat all season long. It's like, no, you haven't. You've been feeling a high-end running back, too, all season long. All right, sorry. I'm feeling on an RB, too. I'm feeling Arby's, too. Um, uh, yeah, let's get Arby's for sure. Uh, I can. Oh, I hear they have a good fish sandwich. Actually, I'll get a fish sandwich from Arby's. Yeah, the fish sandwich is pretty solid. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Logan Thomas, yes. Uh, fringe tight end one, but you can play him. He, he's he's the cutoff in the uh, like the really high blob guys or just above blob guys from six to twelve. I have him at twelve. Okay, Mike, what do you think? Um, sure. Okay. I was going to say, Mike, Mike said two weeks ago, if Logan Thomas is healthy, I'm playing him. So if Mike said no there, I was going to throw that in his face. <laughs> Dang. Walker, uh, Walker was the real fantasy receipts this whole time. Cause I do not remember that. <laughs> Granted, I'm doing a lot during the episode. So I don't remember a lot of what we talk about. Jeff's doing a lot. I am uh, staring at my rankings and occasionally clicking back over to the to the show sheet. <laughs> uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, let's do this. Logan Thomas or David Njoku? Thomas. Thomas. Logan Thomas or Jake Fergo? Ferguson. Uh, Logan Thomas or uh, Cole Komet? Komet. I'm going to go Logan. Ooh, yeah, Mike. Mike. Mike doesn't like Komet this week. That's yeah. right. He, he's a uh, he. He thinks that uh, Cole Komet was a uh, tea bag merchant. Um, <laughs> Cole Komet. Uh, he's gonna get shut down by uh, by Alex Anzalone, our Israel supporting king. <laughs> Anzalone, he's a stud. All right, uh, Chig or uh, Logan Thomas. Logan. Logan. Yeah, I think Chig might be falling out of Logan's Roadhouse. There. There you go. Ridiculous. All right. Um, <laughs> Ridiculous. Wow, that's the one. That's the one you don't like. <laughs> I think it was just. I think it was a cumulative effect. I was like, enough, enough shenanigans. <laughs> um, Never enough. All right. So Sam Howell. Are we starting? Uh, sneakily, a very good quarterback this season for fantasy and in a good matchup. Um, are we starting him or Kyler? Kyler. Ooh, I'm gonna go. Sam Howell. Howell or Justin Fields? Fields. I'm going to go Howell again. Jeff, you're really good at this because in tight ends, I had Thomas at 12 and you asked Njoku, who I have 13, Ferguson, who I have 11. And then uh, at quarterback, you've asked me Sam Howell, who I have at 13, or Murray, 12, and Fields, 11. And I do this without looking at Walker's ranks because I intentionally cannot look at Walker's ranks now so that I make this an actual thing. Yeah, he's so, just nailing it every time. Well, uh, see if you can do it again. Who's my 14? Sam Howell or Josh Dobbs? Yep, nailed it. Dang. <laughs> so Sam Howell is my pick. Yeah, that would be my pick as well. All right. Um, dang, I'm good. I kind of want to see how long Jeff can go. <laughs> no, I'm running out of uh, Brock Purdy. He's nine, so that doesn't. No, you're you're out. All right. Um, already. Uh, give me the commies. Sam. Yep. 
Much like the uh, 1919 revolution, the commies will win. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right, let's talk Cowboys, Panthers. Cowboys six and three travel to Carolina, who are one and eight. Dallas ten and a half point road favorites. Might it not be, be enough. It would be really funny if Dallas did the thing they did against Arizona again. Oh, shit the bed. Yeah, just not even come out and, and try and get beat bad by the Panthers. That would be really funny. Yeah, it'd be great if the yeah, the the two and eight Panthers and the after this week two and nine Cardinals, uh half their victories are against the Dallas Cowboys. Super yeah, who are Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah. <laughs> um forty two and a half point over under injuries, none for the Cowboys, for the Panthers, no Hayden Hurst, no Marquise Haynes Sr., no CJ Henderson, no JC Horn. Uh, Visca Chenault is questionable. Visca Chenault might be uh, secretly MAGA weirdo. I'm investigating. Oh my God! What really? I'm investigating. So okay. I I somehow I I accidentally clicked in the comments. I saw a real MAGA freak profile. I clicked on it because I always like to see it. these guys always have like eighty thousand followers. Yeah. I was like followers, you know, La Visca Chenault. Mm. But because I was on my phone, I could only look at like 40 or 50 of his follows. LaVisca Chenault might be Crypto MAGA. I'm, I'm investigating. <laughs> Jeff's on the case. I'm on the case. And everybody will go, okay. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's gonna, you're going to get like uh, 18 likes and two retweets. That's right. Uh, from the same, the same 18 people who like all my tweets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> FF Sphinx. Killing it with those likes. <laughs> Walker, Demi, uh, um, uh, Toronto Dave. Herms will get there eventually. Herms will get there eventually. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stephen Sullivan, Ian Thomas, Xavier Woods, also questionable. Um, Mike, you have a question about Anthony Pollard. Yeah, is Anthony Pollard still starting worthy? Um, not flex, but RB1, RB2. Against the Panthers? Yeah. Yeah. I think this will be a game where everybody's going to be like, Maybe he's good again. I this I think I agree. I think this is going to be a huge week for Tony Pollard. I have I'm aggressively ranking him number three because I I think he's going to go off this week and then you can sell him high because he'll go right back to getting like 11 points. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Mike, what do you think? I don't know. Uh, part of me was like when when I saw the matchup with the Panthers and then I saw I remember last week with the Giants and. Um, he didn't do anything against the Giants, and then he hasn't done anything since basically kind of like week one. So I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I can start him at RB1 or RB2. Mike questioning if he has that dog in him. Yeah, does he have that dog? Does he have that dog? Um, Jesus Christ. You know who does have the dog in, it, his, the dog in him? Rico Dowdle. Dowdle. I love I love how this is just always how the Cowboys running back room is, yes. <laughs> is that the the starter is less efficient than the backup and everybody starts clamoring for the backup to get more touches. And then immediately when the backup gets more touches, they become inefficient. And then Rico Dowdle is the new uh, Tony Pollard. Next season, Rico Dowdle will be the starter, making Deuce Vaughn the new Tony Pollard. Yep. No, I think. It's just this is for some reason Brian Schottenheimer and Mike McCarthy can't figure out how to play to Tony Pollard's strengths for some reason. I don't know. It, it's frustrating, but you just have to hope they figure it out. Yeah, I, I it do. Look, it I, looks like Jeff's drinking a White Claw. I am not. 
I figured I'm, you weren't. I'm drinking a uh, a flavored bubble water, but it has that oh. white claw form form yeah. factor. Um, it is uh, star uh, starfruit pineapple. That sounds so, like a good flavor. Yeah. So, um, alrighty, let's. Uh, where were we? Uh, oh, cowboys. Uh, the CD Lamb fella. He's good, right? You should play him. You might. Yeah. Just in uh, case. I'm in a one team, uh, one wide receiver league. Am I starting CD Lamb? Uh, do you have any of Amon Ross St. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, or Tyreek Hill? No. Then, yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Dak Prescott, I think you're still starting him. What about Fergo? Fergalicious. Uh, if you've got him, you're probably playing him, yeah. Mike? Yes. All right. Here's my impression of everybody. Jeff, you're stupid putting Brandon Cooks as a guy that we should start last week as a streamer. You're a big, dumb, old idiot, moron. Well, guess what? He had his one good game that he's going to have this year. Don't start Brandon Cooks again. I agree. He hasn't been too bad over the last couple weeks. Mike! He had one big game last week and then seven yards the week before. (laughs) No, but what did he do before that? Before that, he was getting bailed out by touchdowns. Yeah. So, yes, uh, Mike is correct in that he has scored double-digit fantasy points three out of the last four games. He just happened to score a touchdown all three of those games. <laughs> so, I will give that to Mike. Um, yeah. I mean, I Cooks is good enough that he'll be in my top 50 every week, but I can't recommend starting him. Yeah. That's kind of... Uh, Mike, do you want to start Brandon Cooks this week? No, I don't want to start Brandon oh, Cooks. I, okay. I'm just, I'm just. This MF out here advocating for the devil. <laughs> Being a I'm, devil's advocate over here. Would you, oh. uh, okay, I'm gonna. Would you start Brandon Cooks or hmm, Jaden Reed? Jaden Reed. Probably Jaden Reed. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because he is the chance to be the number one receiver on that team. And uh, the C.D. Lamb fella, he's pretty good. I don't think he has that that ability to surpass C.D. Lamb. Uh, okay. How about this? Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks or... Um, Jahan uh, Dotson. Ooh, I was going to say Curtis Samuel. So we're in the same ballpark. I would go Brandon Cooks. I, would, I have Dotson and Cooks back-to-back is why I asked that. Okay. I'd probably go Cooks over Dotson and Curtis Samuel over Cooks. Mike is correct. <laughs> Walker is determined. Great that call, Mike. Mike. Is correct. Thank you. All right. So my question is, is, um, is uh, Frank Wright going to make Adam Thielen fantasy relevant again? Because um, what three, two games ago, he or three games ago, he passed over play calling duties. And uh, in those three games, eight for 72, fine. Five for 29, okay. Six for 42, all right. But in the games before that, when Frank Craig still had play calling duties, 11 for 115, 11 for 107, 7 for 76, and 11 for 145. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Thielen gets too many targets for you not to play him, even if he has slowed down from his early season pace. I still think he's a wide receiver, too. Okay. Well, I think he's wide receiver uh, 12. Okay. (laughs) 
Mike, what do you think? Do you think that Frank Reich will turn Adam Thielen uh, back into uh, a stud wide receiver? I don't know. I think a lot has to do with Bryce Young, and uh, Bryce Young hasn't been very effective this year. So even though he, as you mentioned, Adam Thielen was good, he still plays the slot. Uh, I'm going to say not against the Cowboys. Okay. That's that's fair. Um, Jeff, uh, I have a question. Yes. Why is your Jeff so small down in Monday Night Football? <laughs> that is because I did that on my phone at work. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there, there it is. I just, I, just I, was... I scrolled down and I was like, why is there so much white space? <laughs> that was because Mike reminded me I still had a couple spots to do, and I leave that intentionally because I take, I make the sheet, so I take a couple good questions, and then I. Let you two do your thing, and then I take I sweep up the rest. So um, yeah, that was my uh, I accidentally copied and pasted something, and then I, I typed in Jeff, and it was really tiny, and I was like, oh, I sure hope Walker doesn't say anything about this. <laughs> and there we are. All right, uh, what about the running backs for the Panthers? Uh, Miles mm-hmm. Sanders, no, no. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, if you're desperate. Miles Sanders, no. Chuba Hubbard, no, but less forcefully. Yeah, Chuba Harbor's like, eh, no. And Miles <laughs> Sanders is like, no. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Mike, what do you, what do you think? I really like Kerry Blassingame. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> is he their fullback? We all, we all know it's Raheem Blackshear time. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh, um, <laughs> Mike just said the wrong guy. Okay. Um, I was going to say, isn't Blassingame on the Bears? Because he, he was the guy who had to get like eight carries that one game when all their running backs got hurt. Did holy I get mixed up again? Sh- holy shit. This is really funny. I got to screenshot this and post this. So I looked up Kerry Blossom game because I wanted to confirm that he was on the Bears. But for some reason, there's shipping chart. There's sh- It says, uh, the Bears on Tuesday bolstered their offense by signing uh, unrestricted free agent fullback Kerry Blossom game to a one-year contract. The 25-year-old appeared dot, dot, dot. And then it says, 698 delivery, 30-day returns. So the Bears got a return policy on Kerry Blossom game? <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's why I like blasting game. Um, uh, yeah, no. Don't uh, hate Raheem the blasting player. <laughs> hate the blasting game. Hate the blasting game. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, we we're talking Chuba. about two running backs who are marginally better than Kyrie blasting game. That's, That's not good. Fair. They're much better. Chuba Hubbard, uh, I have at 29. Miles Sanders, I have at 43. There Oof. you go. Okay, there you go. All right, uh, I got the Cowboys. Mhm. Same. Cowboys. All right. Uh, um, Kid Rock voice, cowboy. All right. Uh, for the Titans. Um, sorry. Next game up. Titans, Jaguars. Like <laughs> I said, I'm doing yeah, too many for, things at once. For, for the Titans uh, in the game we're talking about now. Which in the is. next game. For the Titans, they will be uh, on the road against the Jaguars in the next game that we talk about. Titans, Jaguars. Uh, Titans, three and six. Jags, six and three. Jags, seven point favorites. 39 and a half point over under. Traylon Burks out with the concussion again. I have a feeling where he's going to get shut down pretty soon because this has been a long time for concussion. And it's yes, I think it's a bad one. It's a bad one. Uh, Andre Dillard is out. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting is out. Uh, questionable oh, Daniel Brunskill with an ankle injury and Luca. Oh, sorry. Luke Gifford. Oh, boy. Someone's got basketball in the brain. Luke Gifford chin injury uh, for the Jags. Jamal Agnew is out as is Tyson Campbell uh, for the Jags. Uh, also questionable Zay Jones, but. 
F him. I almost forgot it was Patreon. Uh, he should not be playing Parker Washington, uh, Ant- Anton Harrison, and Roy Robertson Harris. All questionable. So, uh, Walker, what is your question for this one? Is DeAndre Hopkins a top 20 receiver? Uh, like in this game? <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that that would be an easy yes. Um, no, I mean uh, in in the league for fantasy points this week. No, I that's mean, the, pretty. I think that's the right answer and the right inflection. Yeah, the Will Levis experience has not been what was promised in that first game that he played. Yeah, shocking that uh, throwing against air for an entire game wasn't repeatable. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just this. They're in trouble because they can't turn back to Tannehill. No, Malik nope. Willis is somehow worse than Will Levis, and Will Levis is as bad as we thought he would be. Yeah, I I mean, Levis is basically the same guy as Jordan Love. I mean, they're just they love to throw the ball down the field and they're not very accurate and they can run a little bit. I mean, it's he's probably the best option they've got, so I understand sticking with him. But I think the Titans might be like stealth tanking right now. They have to be stealth tanking. It's the only thing that makes sense because they know that their quarterback situation is not going to be anything that they can work with in the future. Like not it's beyond untenable. It's non-functional. Like none of these guys should be anything higher than a backup next year. Right. And I mean, a low end backup at that. I think Levis would be a fine backup, but you know, high variance, like a Gardner Minshew type backup, but good enough that you wouldn't like go out under the scrap heap to pick up some guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, if they tank well enough and get like the fifth pick, then they can either try to trade up to get one of Williams or May, or they can just like trade back a little bit and take whichever guy they like best of the rest of them. Probably JJ McCarthy, I guess. Yeah. I think that they're doing this cause they need a quarterback. And I think, uh, so I think that they need a quarterback and they also know that, uh, I mean, ownership is cheap. Yeah. So they won't go out and sign Kirk cousins to it three-year, $150 million contract either. Exactly. I mean, they traded A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown wanted a decent, do-good contract. Uh, Great job. Turns out he was worth it. Turns out he was the whole reason the offense works with Derrick Henry. Yep. All right. uh, Mike, um, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Uh, Mike, Will Levis sure sucks, huh? (laughs) I still like Will Lewis a little bit. Boo, um, get him off the podcast. <laughs> Mike's fired. <laughs> fired. Out of here. Um, but, yeah, he hasn't looked great um, in the last three weeks. As uh, far as Hopkins goes, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't do much if you're a quarterback, can't do much. So top 20, I think, is a little too high for me. I, I'd say 35. Oof. Yeah. I have yeah. him at 22, but not top yeah. 20. I mean, let's be clear here. He has seven catches for 87 yards the last two games on 20 targets. So he's getting the targets. He's getting DeAndre yeah, Hopkins targets. They're, they're just him. into the they're, ground or six feet bad. above his head yeah. or, his you know. Head. Yeah, yeah. Will, Will Levis's throwing motion looks really good until the ball comes out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the he's uh, he's the anti-Philip Rivers. Yeah, aesthetically pleasing, but results aren't there. Whereas Philip Rivers is like, this is the ugliest thing you've ever seen, but it works. <laughs> Uh, all right. That's what that's what they say about me. 
Mike's right, like, that reminds um, me of my dick. All right, Mike, let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want to know about if there's only two starters on this team? Yeah, are there only two starters, Kirk and ETN? Wrong, there's three, Evan Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I, I think... And then I think in three wide receiver leagues, wrong, there's four Calvin Ridley because the Tennessee matchup is pretty good and Sean Murphy bunting's out, so they have no good corners. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like, a, like a six-year-old trying to draw a square. No good corners. No good corners. That thing's uh, basically an oval at this point. Yeah, what are <laughs> they doing out there? Come on. It's pathetic uh, effort, and I won't be hanging it out my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I want to have a child just to say that to them. This is a pathetic effort. I will not be hanging this on the fridge. You can try again. I mean, if you want if you want me to hang one on the fridge, like you can get out the the damn ruler. Yeah. Go find your mom's protractor. Why does why does his mother have a protractor? I don't know. Cuz I don't have one, so um but yeah, uh the Titans uh with uh, their full complement of defensive backs were seventh in the league in fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So, uh, rough, rough go for the uh, passing game in this one. And so I, you can kind of get backed into starting Calvin Ridley, but be prepared to be kind of disappointed. I think he just doesn't have the juice. He looks like a guy who didn't play football for a year and a half. I think he looks fine. I think I think the biggest part of the problem with the Jaguars offense is that it's extremely basic and their offensive coordinator is a stupid moron. Um, Who's their OC again? uh, Press Taylor. Mm, Don't like that. Not an OC name. Yeah, his real coordinator names are like Lou Anarumo. That's a coordinator name. Yeah, he's Sherwood Taylor, but he goes by Press. Mm, Sherwood Taylor is closer. I know, right? Sherwood Taylor is a uh, cornerbacks coach, though. What if it was Taylor Sherwood, though? Ooh. That's a lacrosse player name. Yeah, that's a lacrosse player name. Taylor Sherwood. Ooh, that guy goes to Duke. All right. Um, What a... So, Kirk, ETN, Trevor Lawrence. We finally... Everybody's finally caught up to Jeff. (laughs) You liked him before the season. I did, but then I was like, he's not scoring any touchdowns, and he's not going to score any touchdowns because Travis ETN scores all the touchdowns. Seems to be how it works. Yeah. Uh, third in the league in 10-plus uh, yard rushing touchdowns is Travis Etienne. So, yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence is th- Trevor Lawrence has thrown for nine touchdowns this year in nine games. It's, Mike, yeah. Mike, what it was has, your... It has to get better. Mike, what was your stat? Justin Fields has more touchdowns than um, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> and Justin Fields hasn't played in four weeks. <laughs> He broke his thumb. He's also not even been that good. <laughs> yeah. And and he can rush too. And everybody's like, ah, Trevor Lawrence will be fine. I'm ranking him wide or quarterback 12 this week. He's not even wide receiver 12 this week. All right. Um, I think that's it for this game. Jags are going to roll. They're going to cruise. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they have the capability to make it that easy on themselves, but I think they'll win. I think it's going to be a Travis Etienne long touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that. I'll say uh, 20 Jaguars, 23 Titans, 
Not very many. Uh, not very many. <laughs> 13. Titans less. Mark- yeah. Remarkably less. All right. Uh, let's talk about Houston uh, and the Cardinals. Cardinals are 2-8. and eight. Uh, Travels to Houston, um, who are 5-4. and four. Uh, four, Oh, man. Houston, four and a half point favorites, 48 and a half point over under uh, injuries in this one for the Cardinals. Uh, classic running back Amari DiCardo is out with his <laughs> Zach, Zach Pascal also out. Uh, it's, it's still funny. It is still funny, especially because I couldn't say it. Like, I kept yeah, saying Amari DeFarco. Yeah, the, the, the funnier part is that Jeff, Jeff couldn't screw it up enough. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Mike, said Led- the wrong, Mike said the wrong name in such a specific way that it boggled Jeff's mind. <laughs> it broke. My brain was like, it's wrong. And I was like, oh, it's wrong. So it's this way. And my brain's like, nope, it's even more wrong than that. <laughs> wrong, wrong differently. Yeah. Mike's um, wrong differently. Uh, also, Jonathan Ledbetter and Joey Blunt are out. Uh, Michael Wilson is questionable. Joey Blunt. Joey Blunt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's where jersey te- that's that's the guy that jersey teens call when they need a dime bag hey call joey blunt <laughs> walker laughing so hard that they went off camera because it laughed really yeah <laughs> All right, for the Houston Texans, Damian Pierce is out. Jake Hansen is out. Henry Tutu, to O to O is out with a concussion. Grayland Arnold is out. Jimmy Ward is out. Noah Brown is questionable. Will Anderson is questionable. Dylan Horton is questionable. Nico Collins off the injury report. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to be on the injury report when I made my question. So now the answer to my question is no. Um... So let's get into my question. Can Kyler Murray outscore C.J. Stroud? I thought C.J. Stroud was going to have Tank Dell and nobody else. But it sounds like he's going to have Tank Dell and Nico Collins, so my answer is no. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh... <laughs> still Walker's still thinking Joey, about Joey Blunt. Joey Blunt. Joey Blunt. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to hit up Joey Blunt, and then I'm going to uh, head down to Jersey Mike's. There you go. Uh, no, I, I think I have CJ Stroud at four and Kyler at 12. So um, Stroud just has he has kind of throw more. And I think his weapons are a little bit better. Yeah, that's fair dog. Yeah. Uh, so I have to change who I think is going to win. Uh, Walker's with me on this one. So I think I'll stay, stick with it. Yeah, I have... kind of like how Arizona's playing right now. Yeah, they were good last week. Yeah, I I think that Kyler is revitalizing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so my answer is no. Mike, what do you think? Can Kyler outscore uh, C.J. Stroud? No, nah, I think Stroud is definitely good for at least two touchdowns. and Probably 300 yards at this point. Yeah, 300 yards around there. Yeah, I made this question when I thought it was going to be Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz, and then uh, Robert Woods. Uh, oh, yeah, Robert Woods is still there. And John Mechie and Xavier Hutchinson. Damn it, no. I kind of wish that Nico Collins was out because then it could have been a Xavier Hutchinson game. Uh, would it though? No, but I can convince <laughs> myself that it would be. No, but it would be cool if it was, right? Absolutely. That do right I, there. Do, that I you, do I advise you to do this? No, but it'd be cool. It sure would be cool. Um, all right. Um, so let's talk. Uh, we're, while we're talking about the Houston wide receivers, um, the other question in this game, Walker, you want to know about uh, Nathaniel Dell? 
Yeah, is the man they call Tank a top 30 receiver in the week? I don't see how he's not. Um, he's been, uh, as the kids say, balling out lately. Uh, Cardinals pass defense is not one that you're particularly worried about stopping opposing it's wide been- receivers. Receiving reports that Tank Dell is rocking out with his cock out. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Then no, he will be a top 30 wide receiver. Absolutely. With this with this updated report. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I have him at 25. I have him ranked as the highest Texans receiver, actually. Ooh, higher than Nico Collins. Higher than um, Robert Woods. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very interesting. Higher than Robert. What's he say? <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you think? Is Nathaniel Tank Dell top 30 wide receiver this week? Yeah, why not? I mean, he's t- wide receiver 27 on the season, so I could see him finishing in there somewhere. Yeah, he's wide receiver 27, and he's come on lately. So um, he's been better than that recently. So I think so. Uh, across the board, wide receiver, top 30 wide receiver. Start Tank Dell. That's right. Uh, all right. Is Farmer in the Dell a top 30 nursery run? I've never heard of that, so I can't comment. Oh, wow. Ooh. I would all say. Right, Jamie, Jamie, five. let's look this up. Go to yeah, the can we pull that up? Yeah, Jamie, can <laughs> we pull that up? Uh, so are we starting uh, Devin Singletary this week? Massive game last weekend, um, but it was uh, against a bad run defense. This week, he gets the Cardinals, who are also a bad run defense. No and Damian, Damian Pierce? Pierce is out. Right, Damian Pierce out again. I mean, yeah, I think you can play him for sure. I think at worst he's a flex. So, yep. Yeah. Is he better than Damian Pierce? Can we yes. just say this? Last week he was, for sure. Mike? I want I want confirmation of my preseason take. You better confirm my priors <laughs> right now. Well, since I have to confirm, I'll confirm. Your yes. Price. Let's go. All right. Um, is that it for this one? Uh, we're starting Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz has become uh, Evan Ingram tier. That yes, absolutely. Yes, I love, um, I love Dalton Schultz right now. All right, me and Walker are going out there. We're doing it. Let's go Cards. Let's go Birds. Go I'm go Bird. Go Birds. Red. I want I want I want the Angry Birds to win, but um, I think Houston will. <sighs> Houston just the, this is definitely a uh, narrative game for me where I just don't Houston doesn't feel like a six and four team to me. And so I want to come up with reasons to pick the Cardinals. Here's a reason. Uh, Kyler Murray is really funny when he runs around out there. Yeah, he's also good. Yeah, I miss that little guy running around out there with his giant helmet. Yeah, he's sick. <laughs> yeah, he's he rules because he also his strides are like a foot and a half. Like we he need, has a million we, we tiny need, strides. Right. I mean, I, unfortunately, it, it doesn't seem like Bryce Young's career is off to a good start, but we need at least one good tiny quarterback in the league. Yeah, more short kings. Mm-hmm. More short kings in the NFL. Uh, need to make the whole offense out of short kings. That would Deuce, be funny. Deuce Vaughn and Kyler Murray together. The, with, uh, the, the only offense with uh, no skill position players, excluding tight ends, that are above six feet tall. No, screw it. Get get one of those weird six foot tall tight ends that they have in college. That you're oh, like, yeah, you're you just could, you could just use Connor. You could get Connor Hayward. He's five yeah, eleven. There you go. The sure. all short king offense. Uh, and it'll work because uh, nobody will be able to see past them behind the offensive line. They will all look like they're doing the uh, Tyree Kill squat thing that he does behind the line now. 
All right. Uh, enough about that. Uh, let's talk about Bucko's 49ers. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four, four and five, traveled to San Francisco, who are six and three. Same record as the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Niners are 11 and a half point favorites, uh, 41 and a half point over under in this one. Um, for the uh, 49ers, oh my God, I hit the wrong button. For the uh, 49ers, while, Jeff, while Jeff gets back to that, I would just like to say, since we since Jeff mentioned that the Niners and Steelers had the same record, on a neutral field, how much would the 49ers be favored by over the Steelers? Uh, nine and a half. I was going to say nine. Yeah. Uh, uh, cause the 49ers beat the Steelers at home in week one, 30 to seven. Yeah, <laughs> they, did, they did do that. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, I would say nine and a half would be the line. All right. Uh, Aaron Banks guard for the Niners out with a toe injury. Uh, Nick Zakelj, who I have no idea who that is. He's apparently a guard on the Niners. I've only seen his yeah. name in injury reports. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, questionable for the Niners. Robert Beal, Daryl Luter. Not Darryl a person. Luter. Dar- not a person. Uh, and Samuel Womack, all questionable. For the Buckos, uh, Ryan Neal is out with a thumb injury. Matt Feeler, questionable with a knee. Devin White, questionable with the foot. Carlton Davis, questionable with the toe. Josh Hayes, questionable with a concussion. So, Mike, you have a question about your fellow uh, Mike. Yeah, I do. Uh, Mike Evans, is he going to be top 20 this week against the Niners defense. Yes, because the Niners defense can and will be thrown on and number one wide receivers will destroy them because Mooney Ward is a good cornerback, but he is also very stupid. He lets stupid things happen. So Mike Evans will score a touchdown this week and he will go nine for 113 and a touchdown. Whoa. I, uh, not only do I have Mike Evans as a top 20 receiver this week, I also have Chris Godwin as a top 20 receiver this week. Oh, wow. dang. Um, so uh, I'm realizing we did two um, two uh, Buccaneers questions for this one. Uh, 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 for, let's go. For the 49ers, Brock Purdy, pretty good play. You should probably start him. Correct. Everybody else, definitely start them. Yeah, McCaffrey. Yes, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle are all starts, I'd say. Are we worried about Christian McCaffrey struggling because he didn't score a touchdown last week? Yeah, he sucks. That's Christian I, I McCaffrey dro- says he Look, sucks. I dropped him all the way from one to two. Ooh. That's a 100% drop, Walker. It is. It really, yeah. it, it really is. But he's still he's still a tier one running back. Okay. So he's still okay. He's still decent. Um, By the way, it is insane to watch him run. Like, it's incredible. Have you seen this guy, Christian McCaffrey? Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you, you heard about how he's good? Well, it's just like, so my seats at the stadium are kind of like all 22. And you just yeah. watch these these the plays develop, and they're like, there's no way he gets through there. And he runs for like eight yards. You're like, what the hell is this man doing? Yeah, he, he has both incredible vision and the ability to get really skinny through yeah. holes. He, he's just, he's a great player. I mean, he's, I would say he's the best running back in football. Well, except for the man on the other side, Rashad White. Mm. Better than B. John Robinson, some would say. <laughs> that one yes, guy. That one guy uh, yeah. who who is probably really happy right now, but uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so my question was going to be, can we still start Rashad White against uh, the 49ers running back defense? Yes, because Tampa Bay will be behind, so he'll catch enough passes. Mike, I, I agree. think we can, I, I yeah. think we, 
We can start them in PPR. If you don't, if you start them in non-PPR, you're stupid. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't play non-PPR, so sure, I'll go with what Jeff said. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, I think that's it for this game. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Do we play him? In two quarterback leagues, sure, but otherwise, no. Yeah, there's no room in the top 12 for Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, sneaky balling this year. Uh, Kate Otten, also no. Oh, yeah, Kate Otten, absolutely not. Don't start tight ends against the 49ers unless they're top flight guys. Correct. All right. Um, they shut down Evan Ingram pretty freaking hard last week. I got the Niners running away with this one. Me too. Yeah. Hoping to lose somewhere in the middle of the third quarter. That's my plan. When the Niners are up 30 to 7. Yeah, I was going to say, if Jeff, Jeff's like, if it is after halftime and the, it's a three-score game, I'm gone. I'm out of there. I always I always have the, like, all right, let me see what happens on this drive. And then inevitably I leave after that drive. Because no matter what happens, I convince myself it's over. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that took three minutes off the clock. Game's over. Ooh, they scored there. All right, game's over. Jeez. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about Jets Bills. Jets are four and five. Bills are five and five. Bills seven point favorites. Uh, Thirty nine and a half point over under uh, for the Jets. Kenny Yaboa is out with a hamstring injury. Dwayne Brown, Billy Turner uh, along the line are also out. Uh, Sam something or other. Evagwan. Evagwan. Uh, Egwavon. Egwavon is also out. As is Chaz Surratt, brother of uh, football thirty favorite Sage Surratt. Sage Surratt, yes. <laughs> Garrett Wilson, questionable with an elbow injury. He's going to play Will McDonald, questionable. For the Bills, Trent Sherfield is questionable, as is Jordan Phillips. Um, Walker, showing some, putting some damn respect on his name, asking about Ty Konkowski. Yes, is is Ty Konkowski a top 10 tight end play this week? Top, mm, no. Is he a good play? Yes. Is he top 10? No, because the Bills aren't a good uh, tight end defense to go up against. So I'd say 12. I'd say he finishes in top ten. He's he's getting Ooh. targeted quite a bit by Zach Wilson, so uh, he's always like six for sixty-five, sixty-six. Yeah, six for sixty-six. He did have that. Yeah. Hey, wow. guess do you know what doesn't work? Uh, searching Pro Football Reference for Ty Konkowski. That does not work. <laughs> it's not in his uh, also known as. <laughs> no, but we should make that his uh, his nickname, Ty Konkowski. Yeah, um, we, we, we should uh, edit his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Ty Con- Tyler Conklin, also yeah, uh, also referred to as Ty Konkowski. Ty Konkowski. We'll, we'll, and, uh, then, and then the footnote is to our podcast. Exactly. And we'll make a nickname out of nowhere, like Millville Meteor happened. Do you know the story behind Millville Meteor? No, I don't even know who that is. That's Mike Trout. Um, on something awful, they were like, he's a throwback to the old games, uh, old nickname or old players. He needs a nickname like the Commerce Comet. They're like, oh, well, he's from Millville, New Jersey. So people just started calling him the Millville Meteor. And then Weed Mouse edited the Wikipedia and then wrote a bunch of things about Mike Trout calling him the Millville Meteor. And then that just came out of nowhere. So um, nice. there's, yeah, there's a little man- bit of. We can manufacture consent for something extremely stupid and pointless. That's right. Um, speaking of extremely stupid and pointless, uh, Ty Konkowski, 13 catches for 136 yards over his last two games. F it. Top 10. Let's go. We're going to keep it rolling, folks. Yeah. I unfortunately have to disagree. Walker! <laughs> you got my hopes up by calling him Ty Konkowski. <laughs> I have him at 14. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. All right. I'm, um, I, I'm not starting him. It's Scott Fishbowl this week. Your funeral. 
but that's because uh, um, my tight end is George Kittle, and then my flex spots are taken up by uh, two more running backs because I have Gus Edwards, David Montgomery, James Conner, and uh, um, Tony Pollard all healthy right now. Um. Yes. Uh. My my Scott Fishbowl team is poop from a butt. Uh, yeah. Every, every, your team sucks bad. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. No. It's real bad. It's it's real bad. I, I in the the group chat, you know, or the 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 league chat, everyone's like, "Wow, I can't believe I got such and such player so cheap." And I was like, "Look, I'm gonna be real honest with you all. I stopped doing fab bids like three weeks ago because I knew I wasn't going anywhere and I wasn't gonna steal anybody from you guys." <laughs> everyone's yeah, like, well, "That's fair." Yeah. I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I if I win and beat the median this week, I will be in the playoffs. Ooh, yeah. I will not. Otherwise, I could be, but it depends. Yeah. All righty. Um, we were talking about fantasy football. Um, we are still talking about that. Yeah. All righty. Um, the Bills. I'm sorry, the Jets. Uh, you're starting Garrett Wilson, correct? Yeah. Starting Br- Mike. Yeah, you have to. Starting Brees Hall. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. We talked about Ty Konkowski. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Mike, you want to talk yeah. about Joseph Robinette Brady? Yeah, that's who I want to. Joseph talk about. Robinette Tom Brady. Um. Yeah. What's the offense going to look like under uh, Joseph Robinette Brady? Uh, Josh Allen at quarterback. Yep. That's a good Stephon play. Stephon Diggs at wide receiver. That's yep. another good play. Gabe Davis at the other wide receiver. Good Seems idea. likely. Yeah, Khalil Shakuba in the slot. In the slot. Shakur in the slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was drinking White Claws. Who knows? <laughs> what about it. Kincaid? Is Kincaid gonna play? Uh, he's at tight end. Okay. Tight end. Okay. Okay. Five uh, big guys along the line. Yeah. Who's at running back? Uh, James Cook. James Cook. Mm. So Most the same. The Most of the time. So the same. I think the same. Uh, with uh more James Cook, less uh Latavius Murray. I I really have no idea, to be honest with you. I I, I think McDermott is still going to be determining who's playing how much, and Brady will just be calling the plays. So I I don't know. I, I, I think maybe a little more downfield passing. So maybe Gabe Davis is a little more useful. And I think Stefan Diggs is going to be just fine. Don't worry about him. Um but yeah, uh, otherwise, I mean, I, I think Kincaid is still a low end tight end one, I would say. Um, Davis is still boom bust wide receiver three. James Cook's a running back two. All right, Mike, how do you how do you uh, how do you feel about this changeovers to Joe Brady from um, uh, Ken Dorsey? I blanked yeah. on his name. I'm I'm interested to see what, what how he's going to handle the running back situation if it's going to be pretty much the same or if James Cook's going to get more involvement in running the ball there's probably going to be you know like 90% is going to be the same kind of stuff that we normally see but um, I want to see the sort of those see if there's going to be those differences if if they're going to still stick with you know three wide receiver one tight end um, or if they're going to go you know back to two and two with Quentin Morris until um, Knox comes back or those kind of things. But um, yeah, overall it should probably remain relatively the same. Yeah. So I'm looking at Joe Brady's history. Uh, He was the uh, OC for the uh, Panthers in 20 and 21. And in 20 was when they had that weird season where like 
Chosen, Robbie Chosen, which yes. I thought it was Chosen Anderson, but I guess it's Robbie Chosen. Um, Robbie Chosen, DJ Moore, and um, Curtis Samuel were all like top 36 wide receivers. So I think mm. there's going to be a good amount of passing in that one. And then in 2021, he was the one who, who uh, squeezed blood from a stone with Sam Donald. Um, but then he also gave DJ Moore 136 targets, Robbie Chosen 110. And then guess who was third on that team in targets? The 2021 Carolina Panthers. Here's your trivia question. Who was third in targets? Mike Davis. Right position, wrong player. Damn. Uh, I don't know. Chuba? Right position, wrong player. I did not um, know this guy was on the Panthers. Um, that's why I thought it was going to be Mike Davis. Uh, man, who was even on the Panthers back then? He's also played for the Minnesota Vikings. And the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Detroit Lions. Amir Abdullah? Bingo. Really? Amir Abdullah had 49 targets and was third on the uh, 2021 Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think it was the Jaguars. No, the Carolina Panthers. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. The Carolina Panthers, because that's the team he was on, not the Jaguars. All right, um... So I think that there'll be a good amount of passing. Um, it's hard to really gauge uh, what Joe Brady does with running backs because he had Christian McCaffrey and then he had a bunch of junk. So it's really hard to gauge what he does because he used the he used a lot of running back when it was Christian McCaffrey and not so much when it was a bunch of dog shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Cook will continue to get the most touches and I think a lot to do with because he's the best pass catcher. Um Murray will continue to get the obvious passing situation, you know, shotgun snaps because he's a better pass protector. But I don't think their roles change much. I think, I don't know, if if there's a guy that you want to get, like, unnecessarily excited about, I guess you could pick up Khalil Shakir and put him on your bench and hope that something happens. But I don't know. I I don't think anything will, really. Yeah, I don't think anything really will. Not this week, at least. Jets? Literally the worst matchup for opposing wide receivers for fantasy. So is that just, good? Is uh for the Jets, yes. Hmm. Okay. Uh for Gabe Davis, no. I would start Stefan Diggs, I would start Dalton Kincaid, I would start James Cook and Josh Allen. I would sh- shed the ancillary guys, your Gabe's Davises, your Khalil Shakir, your Latavius Murray's. Latavius is 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 Yeah, I don't think you're starting any of those guys. Mike, what do you think? Um, as far as the running back room or, um, we, we, we determined that for the bills, you're shedding all the ancillary guys. You're starting, uh, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Dalton Kincaid, and, um, James Cook. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. James Cook. Uh, will he dribble the ball to himself again? Will he go behind the back? Will he go will between he, the legs? Yeah. Or will yeah. he do a, a fumble crossover, which I would very much like to see. That'd be awesome. He's well, going to he do fun. a, he's going to do a hot sauce. He's going to put it under his Jersey and slap it around. And it'll come <laughs> up the other side. I was going to say, is he going to dribble it between the defender's legs? Oh, a nutmeg. Yeah. He'll do a nutmeg. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, oops. I deleted that question. Uh, I almost, I almost went spicy and went jets here. Uh, but, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get caught. I'm not going to run away with the narrative that the bills are bad now. He's not. Jeff's not getting caught lacking. 
I will not get caught lacking. Not in I these think, streets. I think I saw that the Bills are the first team with a plus whatever point differential that they have that to not be over 500 through 10 games ever. It's because Sean McDermott is not great at like coaching. He's a good X's and O's guy. He's good, like maybe yeah. good decision making, but in terms of having his players not do stupid things, he is very bad at that. Yeah, that that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, their their point differential is plus seventy eight. And Jesus Christ, and they're five and five. I literally then, almost spit out my water. Yeah, yep. they're they have a better point differential than the Dolphins. Uh better point differential than the Chiefs. The Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins who beat a team by fifty this year. Yes, the Bills have a better point differential than them. Jesus. The Bills have the second best point differential in the AFC behind the Ravens. And the Ravens just have an extra game that they just blew another team out. Well, yeah. not really. It was a blowout until the touchdown at the end, so only 14-point differential, but still. And then they're uh, they're only behind two NFC teams, the 49ers and Cowboys. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the Bills have the fourth-best point differential, and they're 5-5. Five and five. Okay, wow. That's... um. That's underachieving. That's the uh, anti uh, Minnesota Vikings from last year. But let's talk Seahawks Rams, shall we? Let's talk because mm-hmm. uh, we all got the Bills winning this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahawks six and three travel to L.A. to play the Rams, who are three and six. Seattle one point road favorites, 46, uh, 46 and a half point over under injuries in this one. Uh, Derek Young is out for the Seahawks. Tyler Lockett is questionable with the hammy. Abraham Lucas questionable with the knee. Trey Brown questionable with the foot. Jamal Adams questionable with the knee. Rams, uh, funniest name in sports because I think of Kobe Bryant and Kevin Durant as one player. Kobe Durant uh, is injured is has an injured shoulder and is questionable to play in this one. Um, Walker, you wanted to ask about Zach Charbonnet. Is that is that right? Zach Charbet Char Charbonnet. <laughs> Zach Charb Zach Norbit. Zach Norbit. Zach Charburger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, will Zach Charbonnet be a top 30 running back? Mm, I mean, there's as much ado about like he's getting more snaps than um, than Ken Walker, but he's not like not doing, doing a ton. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, my God, look at all these snaps. And like, yeah, he had four catches for 18 yards. Six, like he had a good week last week. But before that, no. Before that, not really. Before that, absolutely not. So, no. I, I don't – he's getting a lot of snaps. Fine. Sure. Great. He's not doing anything with them. So, no. Pretty I don't much. think he's top 30. I agree. Not top 30. He's, he's like – gets like seven or eight carries um, and then gets like 40 yards. Well, well, Mike, he's had more than six carries one time this season. Okay, so yeah, there you go. He's not uh, even getting that. <laughs> and, he, and, he's, that. And, and he never gets goal line carries. He is. Remember when that was the narrative that he was going to steal Ken Walker's goal line yep. carries? Yeah, uh, zero that. touchdowns on the season. Yeah, I absolutely believe that Charbonnet was going to get those goal line carries, but nope. Yeah. Mike, why would you believe that? Because he's built like a tank, and he's got. Um, he was the goal line. Well, he was more than the goal line for Michigan, but. Um, He's really effective in the goal line area. I remember. I I just figured out why Mike thought Charbonnet was going to beat out Ken Walker. It's because the uh, Walker was from Michigan State and Charbonnet <laughs> from go. Michigan. Yep, that's what it is. I can't stand Ooh. those damn Spartans. 
And as go, we all know, go green, go white. No, no. And no. as we all know, the Michigan Wolverines beyond reproach about everything. <laughs> America's team, baby. America's that, team. Who is, oh my that, God. What was the phrase that was used for that guy that they fired today for like undisclosed reason or something? Oh, it's the, like there was. It was uh, no reason given. <laughs> no reason given. It's like, buddy, we know the reason. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know why he got fired. <laughs> yeah, I think we all did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. All right. Um. All right. So no. Uh, my question is, how many top thirty wide receivers are in this game? We got Puka. We got Coop Cup. We got the three Seahawks guys: JSN, Lockett, DK Metcalf. How many of those guys are gonna be in the top thirty? Four. Four. Uh, everybody but JSN. Yeah. Yes. How many are in the top thirty-six? Four. Yeah. Four. Ooh. Okay. Where does JSN fall then? 45. What'd you say, Walker? 41. Oh, 41. Okay. Mike said 45 and it drowned out uh, what Walker was saying. So, um, not great. First time that's ever happened. Usually it's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, you're too loud all the time. (laughs) Damn it. All right. So, uh, we've got four good starts in this game, uh, at wide receiver. And then JSN, probably not. He's a deep league flex. All right. Um, no tight uh, ends. What's that? No tight ends. No tight ends. Uh, are we starting Matt Stafford or Geno Smith? Uh, neither. Yikes. Yeah. You have I to think... start one. That guy broke into Mike's house again. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Damn guy. What is my go- dog's doing anyway? Yeah, your dog's. He gave your dog's raw steak like a cartoon. God dang it. The big white oh. spot in the a big yes ball. yes with the big bone in right in the middle yeah yep I'll I'll take Gino I'll take Stafford all right um but neither are preferred it sounds like no they're QB twos no. yeah all righty sounds good and um you start Walker you start uh, Henderson in most cases I would say that's what I was gonna ask Henderson uh, Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman Henderson. is a deep league flex. I mean, I, I'm not really that interested. All right, Mike, what do you think about uh, the Rams running backs? Yeah, I'm not really interested in either one of those guys. Um, I guess maybe one, maybe Henderson will finish inside the top 24. Yeah, I think Henderson, he's just like basically guaranteed the volume. Yeah. You know, uh uh, he had only had 12 touches last game, but he had over 15 the two or 15 or more the two games before that. So you know he he's gonna get the volume. So I think that he's like a low end RB two, um, kind of like uh, what people thought Cam Akers was gonna do. All right, I don't know who's gonna win this game. I haven't tabbed over to see what you two have chosen. Uh, I picked the Rams. I was I was I was saying that I was going to pick a team before looking. So I know that ooh Walker Walker picked the Rams, Mike picked the Seahawks. I'm going to go I'm going with Walker. Give me the Rams. It's just that the Rams embarrassed the Seahawks earlier this year yep. and it seems like usually when a team embarrasses a team, they just continue to do that all season when they face them again. So Yep, so alrighty. Let's let's go uh, uh let's go uh, the Rams, and it'll be same old sorry-ass Seahawks this week. All right. So sass. So sass. So sass. All right, let's talk about Vikings and Broncos. Uh, this is uh, a Broncos home game. 
Uh, Vikings. Yeah, I'm and... hitting up Joey Blunt. Am I right? Yeah! <laughs> Remember Joey Blunt? Oh man, those were good times. <laughs> Remember earlier in the episode? You All remember right. when I died because I was laughing. <laughs> All right, uh, Vikings six and four, Broncos four and five, Denver two and a half point favorites, forty two and a half point over under. Uh, Jaron Hall is out with a concussion. Uh, Caleb Evans is out with a calf injury for the Vikings. Uh, Nick Mullins, Alexander Madison, Justin Jefferson, Chris Reed, and Brian Asamoah are all um, questionable. Uh, Justin Jefferson, it sounds like he's coming off of IR or no. I can't. I don't have the most recent update. I don't think he is. If I if I were to guess, I would say no. Uh, I, he was practicing in a limited fashion last so time probably. I saw. Um, he's questionable. All right, he's questionable. He, so they're they're not uh they're not giving anything away again they'll have to activate him on saturday so you'll know well beforehand if he's activated right. you play him period yep 100 percent. mike do you agree yes clean sweep if he's not activated you don't play him mike do you agree yes all right walker yeah i think i i think uh if, if he's inactive then yeah i mean that's as bad as being on by oh god could you imagine? Can you imagine somebody being active on by? That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For the Broncos, safety, PJ Locke is out with an ankle injury. All right. My question. The man, the talk of the NFL, the man with no eyebrows, uh, <laughs> the astronaut, Joshua Dobbs, been a top 10 quarterback each of the last three weeks with two different teams. <laughs> has this ever happened before? I don't even know how to query pro football reference to find this out. But are we going to continue to run him out there against a Broncos defense this season that the Denver Broncos are the sixth best team against quarterbacks, but they have been playing a lot better lately. They are the team that just beat Josh Allen. And yeah, they and they also Patrick Mahomes right. to nine fantasy points. Right. I mean, I this is this hasn't been a good matchup for the last month. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I, if Justin Jefferson's healthy, I can see playing Dobbs and being all right with that. Um, I think he's just outside the top twelve, in my opinion. Okay, so if you're to if well, actually, I don't know what bye week hell you would be in this week if you're really relying on. You're not relying on any of those guys. I mean, Derek, Derek, Derek Carr, Carr. Yeah. <laughs> Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Well, if you were relying on Mac Jones, uh, start getting ready for 2024, buddy. Start watching some Caleb Williams film. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think we can c- continue to roll out the the astronaut um, just because of his rushing second in the NFL in uh, quarterback rushing yards. He's doing it with his legs. He's doing it by hook or by crook and also acknowledging he may. He is going to, at some point, going to meet a disastrous end to this Lynn Sanity run. Oh, yeah. He's going to throw, like, three picks in a game at some point. He kind of already did that, but then somehow turned it around and won because he fumbled, like, his first or second play with the Vikings. Yeah, he fumbled three times in that game. He just only lost one. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, are we are you rolling with the astronaut this week? Which, by the way, is Josh Dobbs, for people who don't know at home. No, um, not against this defense. Um, they. We're talking about turnovers. They're they're really high in turnovers. The last, I think, what five games or something like that. Well, the last um, two they forced nine. Nine turnovers. So is that a lot? Yeah, <laughs> might be a little bit. Um. So and then 
but yeah, they're they're pretty pretty strict. Uh, I'm gonna say nope. I'm gonna pass in the top twelve. You know what is a funny thing is that these two teams are combined one game above five hundred, but they both come in on three or more game win streaks. Ooh, oh, wow. Two of the hottest teams in the National Football League. It's true. The Broncos are three and zero in the last three, and the Vikings are five and zero in their last five. Yeah, they were one yeah. and four. One and four. Wow. Why do you think these I was team, so mad these, when they lost when they beat the Niners? These two teams were one and four and one and five. Jeez. And now, um, if the Broncos win, they will both be five hundred or better. That's right. But and I don't think they're going to win. I don't think so either. Um, Mike, let's talk about Javante Williams. Yeah, he's. Slowly, with the last three games, been pretty good. They've been really um, giving him the ball. It seems like they've made a decision. They've that been giving him the business. Give him the business 15-yard penalty for giving him the business. <laughs> um, Give him too much uh, business. Stop giving him uh, so much business. Um, so is he going to be a top 20 this week? Top 20? Those are rookie numbers. You got to bump those numbers up, son. Top 10. Top 10. Oh, geez. Uh, I'm not that bullish i i have him at 15 he's getting like 30 carries a game yeah but i don't think he's gonna do that every game uh but what if he does wouldn't it be cool if he did yeah jeff jeff you've turned into the thing you hate most i know <laughs> that's a javante williams truther <laughs> uh, actually so here's the thing here's the thing i just did um i looked up the matchup this week and yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna roll this i'm gonna immediately roll back my top 10 um, I looked up uh, Broncos versus running backs, not Vikings versus running backs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Broncos are the worst run defense in the NFL. Um, yeah, so that's I, why I have Ty Chandler at 16. I was gonna say, I was gonna, I was gonna change the question to be Ty Chandler or Javante Williams this week, because now I'm saying Javante Williams top 20, sure. Top top yeah. 15, no. I have him at 15. I have Chandler at 16. So both both guys you should play in my opinion. I think so. I think they're both middling running back twos. Uh, Mike, what do you think about Ty Chandler? I like to see more of him to really make a. Because Madison Madison's out, is right? Yeah, concussion. Um, he's going to get the volume, so I could see him in the top twenty. Sure. Is this the Dwayne McBride game? He's not even on their team anymore. Shit! What team is he on now? I don't even know if he is on a team. I thought they put him back on the practice squad. Dwayne McBride. Did they? I thought they got him back on the practice squad. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. Oh, please. If he's a free agent and the Niners don't have him, what are we even doing here? Okay, no, he's on the Vikings. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, he's on I the mean, I think squad. I think Kenny Wong will probably be the backup. No. No, I mean, I don't want that to happen either, but it's probably what's going to happen. Fine. 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 Uh, Jordan okay. Addison top the... Jordan Addison, top 36. <laughs> I have him at 37. Bam. Dang. Mike. Jeff, you're like all over that. Um, well, who, who'd you say at 36? Jordan, uh, bad assassin. Oh. Yeah, uh, um, I'd say 30. Yeah, sure. 36. Somewhere in there. Rank the wide receivers. Judy. Sutton, Badassison. Uh, I would go Sutton, Judy, Addison. I go Sutton, Addison, Judy. I'm with Mike. Portland Sutton's become the guy in in Denver. Yes, I have him at 19. Sutton? 
Yeah. That's respect. That's respect for Sutton that I don't think a lot of people are having yet. Um, but he's above Jalen Waddle, I'll say. Ooh, interesting. All right. Um, also, I'd like to run, roll all the way back to Miami, realizing I didn't say Jalen Waddle when I named off the Miami players. Start Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Um, all right. And then um, TJ Hawkinson, top three option on the week, and he's not two or he's not three. Isn't it? Yeah, I have met two. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it for that one. Uh, anything else anybody wants to add? No. No, no. Skull. 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 Give me the Vikings. I mean, I hope the Broncos win, but I think the Vikings will. Uh, yeah. Walker Walker looking over at the Linsanity run. Uh, he, he can't keep I'm getting away with it. Disapprovingly. I'm, I'm shaking my head so that everybody knows I'm against it. Walker's, Walker's shaking their head, exaggeratedly sighing, looking at their watch. <sighs> Tapping I'm looking down at the ground, like rolling my eyes on occasion. <laughs> throwing throwing hands in the air, like yeah. Look at this guy. This is ridiculous. Come on, uh, come, come on, on, man. All right, let's talk about Monday Night Football, the game of the week, which means it'll be fourteen to twenty. Yep. Uh, there are no definite injury reports for this game yet. Uh oh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So check uh, check your local listings. That's the thing people say. Check the injury reports on Saturday. All right, so Eagles eight and one, Chiefs seven and two, KC two and a half point favorites, forty five. Which means, which means that they think these are dead even teams. Correct, because home teams get three points. Two and a half now. Oh really? Yeah, it's they down just, to two, it's and two and a half. Yeah. Oh okay, because I was thinking that they were um, they were giving the Eagles a little bit of respect by that extra half point. So no, it's um, dead okay. even. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and forty five and a half point over under. Um, so I want to know, uh, for the Eagles, uh, they don't have Dallas Goddard, which mm-hmm. is actually kind of huge for the respect that they're being given by Vegas. Um, yeah. what does the target distribution look like without Dallas Goddard? Is it going to be, uh, more targets to the running backs? Maybe is it going to be more targets to Devonta Smith? Are we going to see an Albert O Renaissance? Oh yeah. He's there, isn't he? Um, no, <laughs> uh, eight. A.J. Brown will dominate targets. He'll probably get a third of the targets. Uh, Devontae Smith probably goes up to like a 20, like mid-20s percent, like 24 percent, something like that. Um, He's been around like 19, 20, I think, this Mm -hmm. year. So that's a fairly significant upgrade. Um, Probably won't see it this week, though, because the Chiefs defense is really good. Um, Then you'll everybody else will just fill in. I mean, maybe a couple more targets to the running backs. Uh, DeAndre Swift maybe bumps up in value a tiny bit, but not a whole lot. Um, I guess Kenneth Gainwell, you know, in deep leagues, you can maybe roster him. But, I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I still don't think the volume is going to be there. Um, none of the tight ends. It's just kind of none of the other receivers either. I mean, the third receiver is going to be, what, Julio Jones? Yeah, I was going to say. Julio Jones will become a sneaky touchdown only guy. Yeah, he's going to be a DFS merchant. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Mike, do you have any disagreement with what Walker said? Walker was pretty thorough on that breakdown of the uh, the Eagles passing game. Sands, uh, Dallas Goddard. I like Britton Covey a lot. I think he's a stud. What? Isn't Britton Covey like 26 years old already? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I guess he won't he won't. Um, I mean he's he's an okay punt returner, but he's not a real receiver. Damn it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, 
well, there goes that. Um, I, I, yeah, I think Walker pretty much covered it. So it sounds like the Eagles offense, instead of there being more flavors, it's just going to be flavor blasted. Just oh, more yeah. of the same guys. Yeah, the, the, these goldfish have been flavor blasted. Yeah, there's they're not these aren't like your like Parmesan uh, flavored uh, goldfishes. They're just flavor blasted uh, regular cheddar. Yeah, che- cheese and then the the powdery cheese on top of it. Ooh, that's a lot of cheese. All right, um, uh, Walker, you want to talk about Isaiah Pacheco? Is he going to be a top twenty running back? I say yes. 18. Mm, okay. 18. Uh, the problem is that I have David Montgomery at 18, and I'm biased, so. Oh, yeah. I'll put him at 20. Okay. So I'm the dissenter then, which it sucks because I love Isaiah Pacheco, but I don't like the matchup. Uh, Eagles defense, really good up front. I think that the Chiefs are going to correctly ascertain that the better way to beat Philly is through the air, and they're just going to throw a lot. So I I don't think it's going to be a big Pacheco game. So uh, who's going to have the big game other than Travis Kelsey? Is it Rasheed Rice breakout season? I think Rice is the most likely. We did it. I, I do think he is... I think he is officially the wide receiver one in terms of fantasy for Kansas City. I just that's still not a very trustworthy role. Yeah, I think it was uh, like three or four weeks ago. Uh, Chris Howard saying like projecting Rasheed Rice to dominate running back targets with like a or wide receiver targets with a like eighteen percent share. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> you're you're really hoping for like three for sixty and a touchdown. Yeah, it's not great. Not great, Bob. So, um, and that's just more like the Eagles. They're like, or not the Eagles, the Chiefs. They're like, if you're not Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill, we're not passing you the football. And we got yeah, rid of Tyreek Hill. So, right. If you're not Travis Kelsey, you are getting five targets max. Yeah. So, um, or weirdly, uh, twice a year, uh, Jarek McKinnon, you will get eight targets. Yeah. For some reason, this could be a weird Jarek McKinnon game. It wouldn't shock me, but Ooh. you you can't ever trust it enough to start him. I'm starting him. I mean, I think he's a good DFS play because Philly's defense is really good, so nobody's going to think about him. But it could be a high-scoring game where he, like, scores two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing with uh, Jarek McKinnon. It's either zero points or 16. Um, Mike, you've been quiet. Yeah. Say words about <laughs> the Chiefs and the yeah. Eagles. Pick, pick a Chief and say words about him. Who's the best oh. wide receiver on the on the Chiefs this week? Uh... I, I think Rasheed Rice. Jeff just okay. wanted more people to say that he's right. <laughs> right, Rasheed uh, Rice. Mike, do you have anything else you would like to add about this game? Uh, outside of better be fun. Um, yeah, should be. Is that it? That's it. All right. On that resounding final note of the Football <laughs> Absurdity podcast. Yeah, yeah, Roger Goodell, you better make this a good one. Yeah, yeah. or else. Why I oughta. <laughs> or else I will do nothing. I'll complain online like I always do. <laughs> Ooh, very, yeah, very glad um, that there's no 630 games anymore. Oh, also, uh, Mike's picking Philly, and Jeff and I are both picking the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Chiefs. Go Eagles. Eagles.
Uh, I'm picking it with my heart on this one because it's a toss-up for me. Not going to do the Chiefs version of saying skull because weirdly still allowed, and I don't understand it. Yeah, we're not doing the Chief chop or whatever. Yeah. All right. So uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Football Absurdity Podcast. Uh, week 11 will be in the books by the next time we talk to you. Um, I was I was talking to Mike uh, last episode, but Walker, uh, this has been a much better season than last year in terms of things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's it's definitely been a very interesting fantasy season. It hasn't necessarily been a... A predictable fantasy season or even a fun one at times but it's been interesting it's been an interesting one in the way of the chinese the chinese curse may live in interesting times <laughs> yes <laughs> well shit's happening yeah uh all right so we will be back on tuesday for mike and walker this is jeff thanks for listening take care and have a good one Thank you for listening to the football absurdity podcast you can follow us on twitter at fball absurdity jeff is at jeff crisco k-r-i-s-k-o walker is at big daddy drix with an x mike is rfl red zone please check out our website footballabsurdity.com for weekly ranks start sits sleepers gambling advice and more Please also check out our youtube.com slash football absurdity for our weekly start sit show on Sunday mornings, as well as our Saturday morning gamble town show and our Thursday night farce ball live stream. Please also check out our discord. A link to that is at the top of footballabsurdity.com. We also have a Patreon where you can find our Tuesday episode where we review each episode that can be found at patreon.com slash football absurdity. Thank you for listening.